Alright driver, make sure everything is where you want it. Reach up there and pull those belts tight one more time. Going green next time, bye. This is the Scrubbing Tires Podcast. Hello, everyone. Good evening. We are uh, back again for another episode, episode 74, Dennis Stepanek III, D3, as we uh, found out his, his badass nickname, if you ask me. Um, yeah, so a lot happened um, this weekend locally, nationally, um, tons of racing to uh, uncover. But first, obviously, without further ado, you know, we're going to bring on our guest. Um, he is ready to rock and roll. Um, fresh off wind, mind you, um, this past yeah. weekend at CNS. Yeah. So I was telling Jake Love earlier, that. we're uh, we're two for two in the last two uh, guest segments uh, mm-hmm. with uh, Brent Cave and now Dennis St- Stefanik III winning. So, you know, maybe we're a good luck charm. Who knows? But yeah. uh, without further ado, I am uh, Brandon Hall, creator and host of the best podcast in the state of Colorado. Uh, my setting looks a little bit different. Had uh, Mother Nature um, took a toll on the uh man cave where i uh, go live every tuesday night so we're joined by eddie the elk behind me and uh i will pass to jake to my left damn good looking out cheers Thank to you. him <laughs> <laughs> what's up everybody uh jake smith uh driver of the 89 game and co-host of this here podcast trying to bring some entertainment on uh your tuesday at 7 30 and uh yeah great weekend uh lots to talk about and uh, yeah, I can't wait to hear from Dennis. Uh, awesome guy, and just the hair, man. I got a. Lo- I just well, love the <laughs> hair, the flow, and just can't wait. So yeah, pass it along to Jordan. All right, everybody. I am uh, Jordan Smith, the driver of the 13S Gam, and then also I'm usually the uh, beer drinker on this uh, here podcast. But I, uh, I, I kind of switched it up tonight. So I had a conversation with the old man earlier today. We, we're right in the middle of packing up to, to move, and so we don't really have any accessible um, alcoholic beverages on hand well, at the moment. Who packed that box? Uh, I did. That was <laughs> that was. Uh, I mean, well, they all got drank, so I need to re- oh. I need to replenish a little bit. So that should have been the last to be packed. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. That the one refrigerator open, still. Tape it. It's still full, but the thing is, is that you know, I went through all the beer. So we were having a conversation earlier, and we were talking about vodka. And uh, he's like, you know, vodka doesn't ever give me a hangover. I'm like, well, I'm your son. Let's see if this shit's hereditary. <laughs> so, so here we are. Here we are. So we'll, we'll post an update tomorrow uh, morning. Yep. See how tomorrow morning. Yeah. I, I got uh, this entire week to pack. So if I wake up tomorrow, I know who to blame if I got a hangover. So exactly. But we're gonna we're gonna give it a try. Well, technically, Absolutely. you can blame yourself because you're the one Did- feeding yourself. It depends on, and well, this last one is, it's a little stiff. <laughs> there we go. So what can I say? Welcome deep. Oh, uh, but yes, welcome uh, everybody to the show. Um, a lot of you viewing, so we appreciate you jumping on on Tuesday. Like uh, Scott Brimcamp just said, it is the most Monday as Tuesday ever, obviously Memorial Day. We hope you all enjoyed the long weekend. And uh, as we posted you know, hopefully you got a, a minute to reflect on, you know, what that holiday means and for all the brave men and women, um, you know, have given the ultimate sacrifice for this country and allow us three boneheads to do this every Tuesday. And uh, so if you're watching, 
and you're an active service member or past, thank you for your service. Um, does not go unnoticed. So with that, uh, we are going to uh, give some uh, credit where credit is due for our presenting partner, Frank's Radio Service and Frank's Radio Service of Colorado. The fine folks there, Brian and Daryl, your local representatives. Um, as we say each and every single week, stuff happens, stuff breaks, stuff just quits working. Um, and they are there to uh, help you out with anything radio communications related. Um, they're there at the track most all the time, you know, helping spot anything you need. Hit them up. And uh, yeah, we're, we're very happy to call them not only uh, partners, but friends. So without further ado, we will play that and then uh, we'll get you D3 live and in action. That'll get you pumped up for some racing, right? If you or your team are missing the vital in-race communications that you have been longing for, or your radio sound like something from the 1960s, it's time you give our presenting partner, Frank's Radio Service, a call. They offer radio and headset sales along with all of the accessories you will need to take that extra step to winning more races. The team at Frank's goes the extra lap to program your radios as well, so you can focus on racing and spotting. Give your local Colorado dealers, Brian or Daryl, a call at 719-761-1413 or 720-545-5249 now to get started. Traveling out of town for a race? No problem. Franks has you covered from the West Coast to the Midwest. Also check them out at www.franksradio.com and on Facebook, Franks Radio Service Colorado. Don't forget to tell them the Scrub and Tires podcast sent you. And there he is. There he is. Mullet and all. How you doing tonight? Good, you guys. Doing well. Good. Doing well. Doing better now. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Well, well, yeah, we appreciate you hopping on here, man. It's uh, you know, we have shared stories about you, and obviously we'll dive into your your uh, family lineage here in a minute. But yeah, thanks for uh coming on. And like I said, perfect timing coming off a of win, man. You're got the trophy back there. We see you. Hey, it's, it was lucky, man. Uh, you know. Hey. It's funny because, hey, that, that's like the second – that's the second race shortened win I've gotten. And, and I was like, ah, oh, it's kind of cheating. And, uh, you know, I think it was my uncle or someone was like, hey, it's better to have some luck than none. So be happy. Damn right. Damn right, Damn right man. You take them how you can get them. Yeah. At least you got to start the race, right, and do some yeah. laps. And, hey, it just happened. Take them how you get them. Yeah, it was first race back, too, this year, so. There you go. Hell Got yeah. About that. First race out, got the win. Heck yeah. One for one. Cool. Man. Did you well, slam uh, beers after that? Let me, I just kind of asked that question. Uh, you you uh, got, no. you got to tell us your party story. Well, so no. Usually we end before, with that. Yeah. The night before we went out for my soon to be brother-in-law's bachelor party. And oh, <laughs> yeah, so the, the whole next day I was, you know, bubble guts, tequila burn. <laughs> Are you was, blowing motors? Oh no no no! It was, it was close, oh. but I uh, <laughs> luckily held it down. So, but it was yeah, it was a pretty chill evening after that. How, how did Dominic feel the next day? Better than me. I, I I'm a good brother. So. Oh, okay, there you, you go. Show them how it's done, right? Yeah. God, I don't even remember my bachelor party, so I can only. Imagine you don't even want to know part. about my bachelor party. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna save that for another podcast, then. Yes, 
All right, Jake, lead us off. Well, I was going to say, before we, the podcast started, he was like, you know, my uncle and my dad are pretty mad at you. And I'm like, ah, I know exactly why. Because after the race, he was like, so what's with this outlaw beer stuff? And I have, I don't have one in my hand. I need one. <laughs> He's like, let me go grab you a case. And then as I'm like going back to the trailer to grab a case, Ray gets on the horn. Oh, people with uh, transponders, get them back now. I'm like, shoot. So I had to run, grab mine off my car, run up. And at that point, I just totally spaced it and didn't put beer in the Stepanek's hands. And now I'm enemy number one. <laughs> uh, but I will get you a case next time I see you. I'll, I'll, I'll put your name, your dad's name, your uncle's name right on there. And that all, all 48 of them are just your guys's. Oh boy. So, 48. So damn. Yeah. Gee. Come on. Yeah. I got a barely, <laughs> barely enough for a nightcap. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, hey, take a take a couple minutes here, just kind of uh go through your family lineage real quick. I know you said that you kind of had a, a list. You didn't know if you wanted to read off the long uh chapter one of twenty of it, but uh you know, we know you are a fourth generation driver, so just kind of take some time, tell about the family, how you got into racing and what's uh what's to come yeah so um that's why when i found out we were doing this i was like hey grandma i need a i need a list of everybody that's raced and you know and she gave me like a novel and i was like i just need numbers like that's that's too much <laughs> but, uh, so i mean it really all started back in the inglewood days uh my great granddad uh lee stogsdill he started out in uh modifieds actually and then he transitioned to figure eights and that's kind of where my whole family is raised, like even, you know, back then. So, and through today. So, you know, my, my dad, or sorry, my granddad and my great granddad, they raced figure eights out of Inglewood. Um, my uncle, Richard Burton, he raced figure eights out of Inglewood and then made the transition to like sportsmen's, uh, late models, super lates, and then the trucks. So, you know, I, you know, I have a pretty, pretty, you know, extensive racing family yeah. background you know yeah i think we've had like somewhere around like 15 or 16 people that have raced figure eights um my grandma and my great grandma they they raced in powder puff and did demolition well, derby all right that's what oh, i'm nice. talking about yeah <laughs> yeah it, my grandma in a in a brand new figure eight car too i never every time she brings it up yeah in my brand new figure eight car for my granddad so wow <laughs> so yeah that's and awesome. then yeah, I mean, it's like I said, I, I mean, I have families that are cousins that have been racing ever since. Um, you know, Daryl Creekmore was a multi time, you know, track champion. Yep. I don't know if he's still, you know, in the figure eights. I don't know if I, I know, you know, back when he held, you know, the most, the, you know, the most consecutive wins. I'm not sure, you know, Jeremy probably blew that shit out the water, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, he was, he's been in there. Uh, course you know my cousin matt burton he raced in the super stocks and then the trucks and you know i have cousins racing the legends um at one point i think it was like two years ago there were five of us racing in the figure eights at once oh, wow. um currently Damn. yeah currently right now there's three of us um travis sanders the track you know the figure eight champion last year is my cousin wow. um kathy creekmore my cousin so you know there's there's a ton of us so i, I, no I mean forever yeah. yeah. So no, you got enough so say, you could run a whole class out there just, with just yeah. you. I was gonna say that was the same. Start a whole Stepanek class. 
Yeah, I, you know, there was like there was like a running uh, like you know joke. You know, there was you know what we called like the Stogsdale family, which was like the Stepanics, Creekmores, McCartneys, and uh, you know my cousin and the Sanders, and then there were, I had another cousin, uh, Travis Huffman. Uh, not Travis, but uh, he um. And then there was the Martinez's and they had like four or five cars out. And then, you know, the walls, you know, they had four or five cars out. So it's like, man, we have, we have this, you know, three families are running this thing. Yeah. So that's awesome. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know your relationship with Richard Burton. I mean, I remember oh, watching yeah. him when I was a kid Yeah, the name, yeah. Know, driving the late models and sportsmen's and the trucks and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I did. That's, that's, that's a fun part about doing like, this whole podcast and everything to me is because you find out more about people mm -hmm. and the relationships that they have and who they're integrated with or who they're related yep. to and stuff like that. Like I had no idea. So that's, that's really cool to me just learning that oh, out absolutely. myself. You know what I mean? So uh, uh, cool. ancestry.com to do this segment. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, everybody that comes on here, you know, the reason we're kind of in racing is, you know, from our family and yeah. I'm really, that's, you know, we've been doing it for the better part of, you know, 50 plus years. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's so as far as you and your career, um, obviously I think figure eights because of the whole family aspect to it and everything like that. But did you ever at one point delve into anything else? Like when you were younger or, or do you have any aspirations at this point or anything like that? Uh, I mean, so, you know, when I was young, we, I grew up around figure eight races. That's all I ever wanted to do and, you know, do. Of mm -hmm. course, I wanted to race other divisions, um, you know, but I never really got a chance till you know, I went, you know, got out of school and kind of established you know, myself and my family. And so, I mean, really, I mean, my uncle was like, hey, we should go late model racing. I was like, ah, I don't know about that. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny, like the car that I'm in now, you know, that car, like the cage and everything, like it's been restubbed and stuff a couple of times because um, it's been rolled over and it's hit the wall <laughs> and it's split. And, I mean, but, um, in that class, it's, you know, it's bound yeah. to happen, right? Right, yeah. yeah well, so, like I said, so that car was built like in the mid-2000s. My granddad raced it. I mean, the the, the roof, the quarter, and the tail, like tail piece and everything, That's that's been on the car since I think like 2009. Oh, wow. Wow. That's old. And, um, you know, he raced it for a while and then, you know, he's got to the, we, I went to college and, you know, went to play football and stuff like that. And my sister was really into big into sports and stuff. So in her high school days, and so we kind of, you know, got away from racing, everybody's kind of growing up. And then we came back and the person that kind of held our like trailer and race car and it was a big sponsor and helped us, you know, throughout our life, Alan Carter, um, he was like, Hey, I'm selling my business. I'm retiring. I'm going to go live my life now. And we're like, shit, what are we going to do? You yeah. know, yeah. we're like, my granddad's like, ah, maybe we should sell it. And we're, my, me and my sister are like, hell no, we're going to get that thing <laughs> right now. Right. And, right. and got it. And my sister jumped in it for one year. And, uh, and then, you know, the whole plan was, is like, Hey, we're going to try and switch off, right? We're going to try to build like something to where we can move a seat back and forth or, you know, a, you know, a mount and try to switch off. And then it was, that ain't going to work. That's too much work. Mm -hmm. And so she ran it for a full year, killed it. And then, you know, I finally, you know, the next year I was like, okay, let's do this. And so I finally got my chance. And like I said, it's, uh, 
it's an old car, but that's all I've really yeah. ever thought about doing. So yeah, so yeah. Yeah, to go back, my one my granddad kind of retired. We my dad was racing still, and we turned that car into a sportsman. That was the class at the time, mm. and he we, we I think we raced like three times and. Two out of the three times he got black flag for rough driving. So we kind of said, <laughs> and we were done. So, so it was a sportsman. You know, it did go around around for a season, three three rate three races, and then <laughs> we converted it back to a figure eight, and that's the same car. She's wow, she's awesome. old. So tell us, yeah, tell us about the uh, where where the number eighteen from you. I'm sure you guys had your own. Numbers. Yeah, so that was. That was the number that my great granddad started out with, you know, awesome. back, you know, and at the Inglewood days, you know, if, if you ask anybody about, you know, what's a memorable car out at Inglewood Speedway and the figure eights, everybody would say the 57 purple Plymouth, right? You had big old wings going down the side and Hell yeah. it was yeah. always lavender in the 18. And then he retired and passed it down to my granddad. And then my granddad retired and then I'm running it. So That's it's always awesome. been the number. Nice. Way cool. Keep it in the family. Obviously, it's lucky. I mean, shoot, just want to speak in. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny. Like, I was talking to Jordan, uh, Jordan and Jake. I was like, man, I don't, what are we, this is me. I, what are we going to talk about? And Jordan's <laughs> like, well, either take somebody out or win. And there we go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Always makes it easier, right? Yeah. Yes. A lot, there's a lot to talk about when you win the, you know, the weekend in the past. It's good is stuff. there something super exciting like a win or something super dramatic like taking somebody out? So, you know, we love it. We're here the, for it. You went the better route. Or both. Right. If you move somebody out of the way to win, that's even better. Yeah. Not me. Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned football. What, uh, where'd you play at? And what, what position were you? So I uh, was recruited to go play up at Adam State in Alamosa. Oh, that's where okay. my wife's from. Perfect. Cool. Yeah. So I went up there for a couple of years and then was like, ah, this isn't for me. And stayed up there for another year and then came back and finished out at Metro and then got a job. Hell yeah. yeah there you go. That's cool. Yeah. What position did you play? Uh, so I was, I was more of an offensive lineman, of course, you know. Definitely didn't have the receiver. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was yep. me. But, uh, I played everything, you know, center, guard. So right on. That was that was us. Yeah, I played yep. center, and then Jake played left tackle, and that was that was it. Yelled at each other a lot, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, so on the whole family aspect now. So how many of them are still? I mean, I, I always look over at your trailer, and there's like a plethora of panics running around. It seems like <laughs> so. You know, how many of them are still like really involved on the everyday, like helping you? Or are they just, you know, just support wise? I, I, you know, when it, when it comes to that, you know, treat to treat or uh, year to year to year basis, you know what I mean? Like our dad's helping us and like my mom helps out and stuff like that. But like how many of them are still really involved? Do they still get put in like the, the weekly hours that it takes to do all this stuff? Or how does that how so, does that work with you guys? Yeah. So, you know, so. My, my dad, my, so our, our race shop is at my grandparents, right? It's where it's been for the last okay. 40, 50 years. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, and you know, so my uncle John, my aunt Debbie, my dad, um, my brother-in-law Dominic, my sister, like we're always, you know, if we're not working on my car, they're working on his car, his legend car. So, I mean, it's, and 
so we're, you know, it's, it's, it's an every week thing. And then of course, like I said, you know, if there's any help needed, you know, like I said, I have my cousin Travis and, you know, cousin Cassie and their whole family. Like if there's ever anything needed, like we're all be there for each other. So, you know, there's, yeah. there's still a lot of us. Right. And, you know, and we all have our families. So. Yeah. And my granddad, you know. So I would, one question. So really, really funny story in kind of a small world, more or less. So during the early part of the 90s and whatnot, um, I believe, I don't know how you're related to this one, but Carrie Stepanek? Carrie Stepanek. There's too many of them. You don't know. I, I, I know. I'm sorry. Like there's, I mean. I know. That's so she she was married. I, I forget the guy's name, but he was helping out my dad on his pit crew back in the day. And mm -hmm. they used to do a bunch of traveling and stuff. And we used to go hang out at their house and they lived pretty close to us. But, there you, you know, cousin. in relation to you. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like a long lost cousin or more or less. So that's, <laughs> you know, it it's kind of funny how much of a small world it is, because I, I know so many members of your of your family now. Like it, it it's it's rather amazing, you know, when you when it comes to Colorado Motorsports you know, uh, I, I guess, uh, community, well, I mean, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. The community, yeah. The whole community. Like there's, there's, there's just so many. And I learned so much more about you and your family and how many, how many people have really been involved in the motorsports realm yeah. over the years. Yeah, I mean, my uncle John alone. Right. I mean, he's, yeah. he's crew chief for, I mean, almost anybody and everybody you can think of out there. And so, I mean, you know, our, our name is, you know, it's been out there, you know, when they first paved, you know, CNS, like, I think, you know, I don't think we made it out the first couple of races, but, you know, they, as soon as it was paved, my family, you know, they built their cars to go back out. Cause I, I don't know mm -hmm. if there, there was like a, a um, if there was like a hiatus between Inglewood and CNS being like paved. And when, the, you know, Inglewood, was sure. down, I don't remember, you know, and then when they put the X in, like that was, it's a big deal for, you know, my granddad and my great granddad and stuff. Cause that's, that's what we do. Yeah. 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 Go ahead, we got a, we, go ahead, Jake. I got a story. Oh, you got a story. <laughs> well, not a story. I'm going to request a story from Dennis. So like, like, like I said earlier in the podcast, when I introduced you <laughs> the hair, I just love the hair. Oh, well, that's so I, I, this is almost a question and a question for the fans, but my question for you first, you got to tell us, what what sent you to the mullet? What what was what's about it that just the flow it just works? COVID, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> That'll happen. Now, you know, I, I work I work in an office setting, and then you know they all sent us home. I was like, ah, like you know, I I have thick hair, and it's you know I yeah, I used yeah. to have to get a haircut like every three weeks, like it was just you know. And then uh -huh. one day I was like, eh, let's just go with it. And <laughs> oh yeah. You know, every, it's every like your calling card. Mm -hmm. It's it's seriously oh, yeah. like your calling card now. Like I can make like serious like an illustration it, for a T-shirt for you. Yeah, that is just of it's your eyes and, the... and your hair and your beard, and that's it. Yep. So I need. Well, it's, I, I said I said it was fine. I think uh, it was like a flow racing like like ad or something on Facebook, and I was like, hey, I could be your new uh, spokesperson. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Well, so what uh, what product what products do you use in that uh nice nice flow? All natural. Okay. Wow. Just, here. Water. Just some nice shampoo, I mean, little conditioner, and that's it, huh? Oh, I, yeah. It, it's funny. Like my wife, she like I'll have to. I ask her to come brush my hair sometimes because I'm. Like, 
<laughs> I have to like shampoo and like conditioner heavy every night because if I don't, it just turns into a freaking. Oh, that's that. probably uh, female uh, viewers watching that are jealous of that flow. Even what's what's that movie uh, Trading Places with Eddie Murphy or uh, oh, what's the one where they the Soul Glow? Oh, you yeah. know they use the spritz or whatever on their hair. Yeah. Oh, anyway. yeah, it's like the Jerry curl almost. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Gives you the insta shine and perm. Yeah, the oh, insta yeah. shine. <laughs> I, uh, if, I, if it's not wet, oh man, I I got an afro. Like, <laughs> hey, you got to do that for one race. Just make it, uh, dude. It's it it gets out of hand. <laughs> Wait, and it hurts. Do you it put it a ponytail when you put the helmet on, or? Oh no, it just goes right in. Let it, yeah, let it go. Let it go. Yeah. That's awesome. I think I've. I've I think I've asked like a couple times, like, "Hey, can you guys see it out the, the driver window?" You know, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure Joe Starr has a, a few photos of it. Yeah, <laughs> aerodynamics. Even better. Have to zoom in. So all the, all the photographers out there, make it a point when he passes you, got to zoom in Get real nice. Zoom, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's a that's a poster right there. If you see that mullet flowing out of a race car, man, doing that. You will be on flow racing. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I got a little picture here. I, I uh -oh. don't know if I can sh share it and present, but I'll just throw this up here. So this is my dad in 19, what was that picture? Probably like four-ish. 93, 94. 93, 94-ish. Yeah. Just got uh, a trophy dash. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who, okay, oh, so yeah. to the fans, who wore it better? Yep. Who wore better? <laughs> Old Charlie or Charlie Smith or uh Oh, he's shaking it. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, so speaking of, of family, and uh, you mentioned your your uncle John a little bit, and the three of us have got to know him a little bit through iRacing. And uh funny enough, um I'd never met your uncle like face to face physically. And uh last year the first uh the first race that I did in the legend car, we Jake and I rolled it through tech and coming back through tech, the front brakes were just locked up and we couldn't figure out what the hell was going on, replace the master cylinder, all the things. And we finally uh, thought we had it right. So I take off, you know, just down pit road there and I'm going about five mile an hour. And I quickly learned that it wasn't fixed. And so I'm like trying to dodge everybody in this, this, obviously the pedals going to the floor and thankfully I just downshifted it. And it came about two inches from John running over your uncle John's toes. And I was just sitting there like, God. So I get out and he goes, Hey, Brandon, nice to meet you. Smoking a cigarette. And I'm like, Oh, Hey John, that made, that made everything a lot better. So, I mean, your uncle John's just a, a character. And we, every time we get on high racing, man, he's, he's awesome. Now he's an easygoing guy and just so knowledgeable of oh, yeah. you know, racing and everything. So yeah, yeah he's, he's a great guy. Yeah. He, uh, so help me understand. He, he, he told me he's never actually driven anything, right? He always just helps set up. Yeah. Well, so yeah. So I, at one point I thought he had had a figure eight car, but yeah, he, you know, he, he went to, you know, mechanic school. He's, you know, as a mechanic oh. and then, yeah, he's, you know, crew chief for, you know, everybody, you know, my, my uncle Richard, um, my cousin Matt, I believe he helped out, you know, for us. And I mean, I mean, he's got, you know, NASCAR awards for being, you know, you know, wow. master crew chief and stuff like this. So, I mean, he, 
he's he's very knowledgeable and he teaches us i mean like i said before before my sister started racing you know we we didn't know anything about like you know the scale in the car and mm-hmm. this and that like we would set the toe set the right height and freaking go and as soon as we said we were coming back he's like all right i'm coming and then he taught us everything about scaling the car and getting like you know mm-hmm. you know doing things a certain way and so it's so who's the uh the is it a sprint car that the 95 who is that chris Mueller. yeah so he oh he so helps. okay yeah Got he's it. really really good friends with chris Mueller. you know he's been with him since you know and everything that he's ever raced you know you know wow. from a mod group the super late modified to now the sprint car so that's badass. Yeah, so that's really to say bad. to say you had a helping hand in any of Chris's stuff. That's that's saying yeah. something. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So. Damn. So give us a little little point of view because if uh, who, if everybody out there was at the races Saturday night and saw Dennis take uh, take the win, you obviously saw Jeremy did get hit in the X. So from your point of view, if you're Jeremy. When you're going through that X in that situation where it's like you got three cars coming, you're the leader. What what do you do in that moment? Well, I mean, as the leader, you, you there's no second guess to anything, and and that's why, I, like, it's two two way, right? I mean, we race in figure eights because of the X, right? You know, that's mm-hmm. that's part of the deal. Mm-hmm. But there is, you know, some, you know, there is a. I don't know how you, you know what the word is, but you know, you know, if you see the leaders coming, you're supposed to let up, right? You're supposed mm-hmm. to give more than take, through. right? Yeah. And you know, a bad situation. The guy that hit him is great, great kid. You know, mm-hmm. super upset, but you know, is even fucking more terrible for Jeremy. I mean, yeah. And I, and I, you know, honestly, I think they they put him on the pin for you know on purpose because they knew he was going to be able to catch the back of the pack you know, that soon to make it more of a show, you know, mm-hmm. show. and entertainers, uh, right? Right. Yeah. Entertainers. And so, yeah. So I, I, you know, you know, sometimes, you know, like I said, it, it is what it is. I've been in that situation too, twice, you know, I think the COVID year I was leading it. It was, you know, it would have been my first win and it was literally coming back through the X and my cousin actually ran the X on me. And I had to slam mm-hmm. on the brakes and swerve, and we barely missed each other. And uh, the guy behind me went right by me and won it. And oh, I not lost my oh. shit. I mean, I, it's funny. I have a GoPro camera video of me in my car. And is there some high pitched words coming out? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're pissed when you can hear you, yourself over the motor. That's good stuff. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> I mean, but again, you know, that's. It's part of, you know, what we do at figure eight racing. But there is some, you know, there's supposed to be some, you know, give and take. Code. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's, a, you know, unwritten code. Right. The unwritten rules of the road. So piggybacking off of Jake's uh, question there, what if you're coming through the X, obviously you can obviously see, right, or at least I hope so. But, like, are you looking left or right, or are you just so focused on making it through and focusing on your race, or are you worried about what's going on through the X? Well, you know, so I, I've only raced when there's been the dirt hills, so it kind of makes it hard, right? Yeah. You're not able to see, like, you're looking for the opposite corner, right? The opposite tire or the cone, whatever's there, yeah. right? And so that's your judging point, right? And of course, you know, faster guys, you you know, when you're a slower guy to a faster guy, you got to kind of have that in your head. Like, okay, mm-hmm. they're faster. They're going to get there probably sooner than me. So there's, you know, 
kind of judging it. But I mean, once you kind of have your mindset that you're going, I, there is this too, it's too late to mm-hmm. say you're not going to go. And right. so, I mean, that's your judging point is really your, once you get to that point where you can see the other, the other corner, then that's kind of your, okay, go, no go mm-hmm. type of thought so and then unfortunately when you you know there's close calls you're kind of like <laughs> yeah brace for impact yeah yeah <laughs> yeah just sitting in the stands you're like oh, oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. wow everybody yeah. in the stands when you guys come within two feet of each other they're just yeah yeah it, it's the same way when you're there i mean there's there's been some times where like my seat got smaller because I'm I'm clinching pretty hard. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm doing that in the stands, man. I'm just like, ooh, yeah, ooh, ooh. yeah. <laughs> but it, it, it does happen a lot quicker than you think when you're going through. That. Oh, like I, I said, yeah. It's it literally is almost like a split second from like when I said when you judge of like the other side to when you're basically when the car's set and you're going straight. Then it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm already there. So. Yeah, yeah. interesting. You know, and that does bring up a really good point because I know that, you know, watching, like even going back and watching yourself, right? Like I go back and watch videos of like our races and stuff. You know, you learn things just based on watching it. And it's really hard to, when you get asked that, uh, you know, what's it like? It's like, yeah. you know, when you're watching it, it's one thing. It seems like things are really going in kind of slow motion. But when oh, you're yeah. in that seat, oh yeah, I mean, things sure. happen so, so so fast that you, oh, yeah. you really don't have time, you know? Yeah, so. I mean, like I said, I have like those video in car videos of coming through the X and, you know, it looks like it's, you know, like, Oh, I mean, what's, what's taking you so long. And then when you're in the car, it's, it's right there. Like you, right. you have that split second to really decide what you're going to do. And then, and then you're going. So mm-hmm. absolutely. But, yeah. It's funny you say that and bring that up, George, cause uh, from Saturday when it rained, uh, we're driving the track, so my mom and dad jumped in his truck and went out and drove the track to uh, help dry. So who's driving? My dad. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man. And he, he didn't have any beer yet because we were still working. So <laughs> this was total sober Chuck. Uh, you know he's doing the line. You know, and they're telling him, you know, you got to go forty-five miles an hour at least. You know, so he was doing fifty. And of course. And he's taking the driving line, and my mom comes off. She's like. That was the worst experience ever. I'm I'm never doing that again. And we're like, well, why? She goes, well, hey, your father got us up right next to the wall. Of course. And I'm like, well, of course. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And then that's she's the line. Like, the the straightaways just don't seem that long when you're on the track. Like they're, no, they're huge not. in the stands, and then when you got there, it's like we were just we just got out of the turn. Now we're in the turn. Like yeah, yep. now do that about. 45 more miles an hour with yeah car two inches from you yeah, yeah right it's not fun chuck took <laughs> it as a uh, rusty walls driving experience for free yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah my, awesome. my sister actually got in my granddad's truck and she went out and she took my wife and my two daughters out there um my five-year-old and my one-year-old oh, and she oh. um, <laughs> she was going around there but like for figure eight guys, like, right. We're always telling people like, Hey, get down in the, get down in the ditch, like right. You know, and corner entry and exit to like, cause that's where water pulls up. So we got to get mm-hmm. that out of there. It's, it's a mess if you don't. Yeah. And she like, I think she told Scott, like on the way out, she's like, Hey, I'm going down to the ditch. She's like, just go 45. And she's like, yeah, whatever. I'm just going down to the dips. And <laughs> she was going through it. I think somebody else, 
like one another track was like, hey, you need to go faster. She's like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. I'm going. <laughs> and then she just kept going around. She's like, you need to get up. And then finally she's like, all right, I'm just pulling off. So yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> it's yeah, free free circle drags. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Apparently she was whacking them on the shoulder, like, just pull off, pull off, pull off. Yeah. <laughs> Did you give him the GoPro for that to wear in the truck? That'd have been no, great. we should have. We should have put more of a, the camera space yeah. like corner at him and my mom because she would have been like this. Against, oh, yeah. You know, with the wall. <laughs> well, stuff. so uh, Greg ended up taking me and and Nicole out, my wife, and she'd never been out on the track or anything like that, too. And and he's going through the corners and stuff. She's like, oh, my God, this is this is crazy. And then we're like, because we saw the old man go through pit lane and everything. We're like, okay, well, he's going, let's, let's go out there with him. And then the next thing you know, we're looking out on the track. I'm like, where the hell did he go? I mean, he only made like three laps and she come off and she's, he's got a big old red mark on his shoulder from where she was slapping him. You know, they went out there and my five-year-old, she was in the, like the, the front passenger seat. And apparently, you know, my sister was only going like 30. And she was getting all mad at her. She's like, Auntie, go. We're getting past. You're making us look bad. <laughs> She's going to be a racer. Yeah, that's that's right. right. That's <laughs> the one you want to stick in a bando right away. Yeah. Absolutely. That's great. Go faster. We're getting past. Get out of the, the driver's seat. Let me show you how it's done. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, man. That's funny. Oh, all right. Well, uh, you're a you're a fan and listener of the show, Mr. D3. So obviously, we don't have to explain what the uh, "Give Me Some Lovin'" segment is, but we always have to ask. You have seen the movie Days of Thunder, correct? Uh, of course. All right. We haven't had anyone say no yet, so we were just checking. But uh, we had a bunch already, and we'll uh, try to scroll up there in the uh, in the comments. Oh, there's your mom saying it was not fun. Uh, but yeah, get those questions, comments rolling for D3. Again, it's just for him. Don't please don't ask Jake, Jordan, or myself any questions. This is Dennis's time. So uh, we'll uh, play that uh, little intro, grab a swig of whatever we're drinking, and fire away at uh, D3. So here we go. I just saw a good one from uh, Mr. Jared Wall, but I'm going to go up to the top here. Give me a minute. I know we had a few from uh, Melody. Uh, let's see. Well, that one was to Jordan, vodka and orange juice. Uh, here we go. <laughs> Melody, what is your most favorite memory of racing? And then obviously tagged you. I was going to say racing yourself, but that didn't make sense. So my apologies. <laughs> Um, I, well, I guess, mm, Stumped it, it. Was, I guess it was the year that my granddad, like really, we got like, finally had like built like a new, well, not built a new car. We, you know, we kind of got things going in the right direction and it was, he won like his, you know, the, the first race of that season. And it was, I think it was like the first year that I'd been back in the pits, you know, cause back, back in the day, like you had to be like, what was it like 16 or something to be mm -hmm. back in the pit. Mm -hmm. So it was my first year back in the pits and he, he won the race 
And I think it sucked too because at that time my dad wasn't racing. And so, like, you know, he won and I freaking was going crazy and I jumped on the phone and I called my dad and all I kept saying was he won, he won, he won. <laughs> and, like, you know, and he just rolled through the pits, you know, like it was nothing. And I was like, oh, man, how am I more excited than, than he is? And, you know, <laughs> It was, I always remember, you know, that year, I think he, that was like the closest he had actually ever come to winning a championship, you know, unfortunately, like he took second. So I think it was like Harry Bragg. And for some reason that car was unbelievable. Like it was crazy, that car, but he won like, I think like four races. Wow. And it was, it was, yeah. That, I mean, I just I'll always remember him winning that race. And like I said, it was like my first year in the pits. Oh, so yeah. like, I was right there with everything when he was in tech, like everything. So that's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Good question. All right. Throw it to Jake. All right. This is from our good friend, Mr. Old Jerry, Jared Wallywall. Who's your favorite current driver to race with and your least favorite? LOL. Oh, <laughs> can't forget the laugh out loud. <laughs> I mean, I like racing against all. I mean, so we all know, right? And you don't, everybody doesn't like racing against Jeremy because he just flat out whoops our ass every time, <laughs> right? But it, it just, I don't like dislike racing against him, right? Um, he's, you know, you want to be the best. Unfortunately, yep. he's, he's the best. So I want him out there because I, I need to judge myself where I am to everybody else. Mm -hmm. So, but I do, you know, personally, you know, from I grew up watching my dad and granddad. And back in the day, like, guys would freaking door each other, like, freaking give each other the horn and that was just part of figure eight racing like in my opinion and so you know i like you know most recently like i i like racing against jared because he would come up and door you and you could come back and door him and he would just be racing and you yeah. know mm -hmm. and so and that's kind of you know it's anybody else that does that right and and that's i that's how i grew up watching the figure eights right it's like it's it's we're not you know going around in a circle there's not like a specific line right you're supposed to hold your line but you know we're we're in and out and so dooring and 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 using the horn and getting the horn right like i'm yeah i'm in the way and i get freaking bumped like if you get under me i'm, I'm gonna i'm either gonna push you up or i'm gonna squeeze you depending on where we are because i think that's racing Absolutely. Right? so every I mean, inch you so, can get right yeah right good so, question all right, Jordan. All right, this and the other from, wall. Yeah, Jason. Uh, how did you like running in the rain? I got my first win in the rain, even though it was uh, it was just a dash. So, go ahead. Well, like I was saying, um, my my uncle actually said it a couple days ago. His new nickname is the Rain Man because that's the <laughs> second name that I've won from a shortened like you know, I love rain, it. race. So, D three no, the Rain Man. Well, and the thing was is right. So. It wasn't bad yet during the main, but like, so, you know, it had rained all day at the track and we finally got to go up for a hot lap. And like I said, we, we didn't touch the car. Like the car had sat in the garage on jack stand since last September. And then I got the new car and we rolled the new car into the garage and we put the old car into the trailer and it sat there for three weeks. <laughs> and then we're like, Oh, let's go racing. And we took it out there. So it was sitting on like, I think the tires that we had on it were like two years old. Wow. And it was, the track was like soaked. And so we like, we go out there and I'm like, no, this ain't going to, I'm not going to do shit except for see if I still got it. And, mm -hmm. you know, so, I mean, it, 
I think if we would have went green uh, last Saturday, there would have been some messed up cars because, you know, we're all digging down into one like really hard and those cars don't stick on those little, those little skinny tires. So yeah. yeah. Interesting. But it's fun. Yeah. Uh, all right. This comes from uh, Jake and George's mom, Carrie Smith. Do you know who will stop in the X and who will just go for it? Good question. No. Well, I, I don't know. You used to, right? Um, and I, you know, like I think, like Jared said, it, you know, you know, there used there's usually a, a gentleman's code. The leaders usually get first pass, and then, you know, you either you know miss behind them or you let up and let them go through. And you know, the last couple of years, and you know, like I said, I it's no, I mean, it's part of again, it's part of figure eight racing, right? I mean, that that's what we do it for is the X shots, right? It's got to be close, mm-hmm. but you used to, you used to know that there was some, you know, decorum of like, Oh yeah, leaders go slow people go. But mm-hmm. lately it's, you know, it, it, it gets close. Yeah. Is there yeah. just a certain few that you feel like just, it doesn't even matter code. Like they'll just, you just know who's going to be the one, like, for instance, I'm just going to throw out a name like Jeremy. Like he, you just know that Jeremy's never going to lift. You know what I mean? Like, are there those oh, yeah, certain yeah, drivers so. that you know that are just going to not give a shit? Well, so if um, you know, it, it say say like a fast guy, like some something happens and he actually you know gets spun out or something, and the leaders are coming through. They, the faster guys know how to judge it. So you know, say yeah. Jeremy or Barrett or you know me or somebody else gets taken out and we're coming back through the leaders, like we're gonna try to make it close. Like, I think it was, it was like two years ago, Harry, like it was in a heat race and, and Jared dumped Harry and uh, he was making, and I was leading it and I was coming through and he was like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, but he was, (laughs) but it was like, it's, it's, I don't know. It's hard to say. Like if it's a fast guy, he's going to make it close because he knows how to judge it. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. That experience Um, comes into play. Right, and whereas yeah. like if it's not as experienced person, it's it's up in the air. I mean, sometimes it's, it's really it is like right. they'll do their best to judge it, but sometimes as we've seen last week, it's yeah. it doesn't pan out. So mm-hmm. yeah. All right, Jake. All right, it's come from my old Marky Wee Man Bramcamp. If you had to move, if you had to move another class to another class, what class would it be? So uh, it's fine. We've always talked about this, right? And it's not just because of you guys, but I've always wanted to drive a GAM, right? Just big oh. motor, open tire. Like they, mm-hmm. like those things look like airplanes coming out of the corner. Like those things are just, <laughs> it's, it's crazy just to watch you guys come up out of the corner and just all that big motor and open wheel down. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've also, I've always wanted to race a legend because I just, they, they say it's just a handful. Like you, you're on the edge a lot mm-hmm. with the legend mm-hmm. so i've always wanted to do that and yeah. of course bury those into a corner and trust it yeah right you know <laughs> well now that your brother-in-law's got one what's the chances of uh dominic letting you hop in i'm i'm like three times the size of dom so let's <laughs> <laughs> say so you're as tall as me too so us tall guys yeah you know, they're... Our, our legs don't fit in those things very yeah. well that's i mean I don't, jake jake how tall are you uh like six three so six three, I'm six one, and it was it was uncomfortable at times. Yeah, I was so. say you were pretty tight in that thing. So. Yeah, 
So, and then I went even smaller to an outlaw cart. Go figure. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jordan. All that thing. Uh, li literally, you have to fold myself kind of in half. But once you're in there, it's fine. But All right. This comes from Scott Brimkamp. What's your favorite cone to displace? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I, I truly, you know, the tires should, uh, that's what I think, you know, I mean, I, I think it was like two years ago. I hit the tire like two weeks in a row and fucked everything up, like bent tire rods, power steering pump, like everything. So, you know, I've had some bad luck with tires, not as bad as other people, but you know, with the cones, people, people dive bobbing you through the cones and not give a shit. And yeah. so, I mean, those tires, nobody wants to hit those. So yeah. yeah. No kidding. Yeah. yeah. Was it Harry? Was it Harry Livermore that last went year? Straight yeah. up? Was it yep. Last year or the two years ago? Or just last year. Man. That I was, was right next to what happened. I Were you saw really? like all the way up. Like, like, oh. the, like there's a picture of it and I'm like right next to him and his car is like this. And like I was like, oh, I can see his third member spinning. What the shit? <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. Everybody in the bleachers stood up after that. Oh yeah. What's that? I could tell you what oil filter he ran too. <laughs> <laughs> could even see the part number on it. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll do Amanda's, and then we'll go back to uh, Melody. So Amanda. His cross crossover is the best. Where did you learn that? I don't know. Watching everybody else. I just, Fair yeah, I, yeah, never really. I didn't. I just did it. Not to sound like you know. Yeah. Hey, I just feel. Own it. It's a feel. Feel it. Yeah. 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 There's just those things in racing that you just like. I can't explain it. I just feel it and I do yeah, it, and it do just it. works out yeah. majority of the time. Majority yep. of the time, yeah. <laughs> one, one time it has not worked out, and I think we caused like a three-car pileup. So Ooh, yeah. it was a last that lap. It was a last lap, and me and Jeremy were racing, and he was on like ten nine old tires or something. So we, you know, people had a chance, and like we were coming <laughs> back right away on the last lap, and we went to go into three, which is like two for the roundy round, and I went to cross him over, and he knew it was coming. And so he hit the brakes and like, I barely caught like his rear quarter and like, we kind of like checked up really hard and like Harry stopped and then Daniel Wood stopped. And then like somebody else like went right up over him and it was, yeah, it was a, it was a good one. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think we, uh, we had some comments about tires and cones and I think uh, the CNS officials uh, decided that on their own, uh, why they switched. Uh, whose turn is it anyway? Don't yeah, matter. George, go for it. All right. This comes from Marky Bramcamp. Uh, worst wreck you've had since you've been started. Well, since you started driving. I, mean, I, get, I don't know. There's, I guess there's only been like two bad wrecks that I've had. Right. So last year in the first race, I was leading it with like three laps to go. And um, Mikey, was coming through and he went to check up and I think he got hit in the ass and spun around and backwards through the X and he barely clipped my left rear, my driver's side rear like door and tire and spun me around. Mm. Um, and then it was, I think it was like three years ago, Harry put me into a tire and ripped the whole front of the car off. Oh, God. Oof. On purpose? <laughs> no, never on purpose. Come on. 
<laughs> yeah, Chase Elliott. <laughs> anyway, uh, do we run out of them? They were on fire for a minute. Uh, let's see. Think, uh... There, there. There's a lot of comments saying you will fit in a legend. So that's <laughs> that's promising. Yeah. Uh, there's the confidence, man. There you go. You yes, just got to yeah. get one now. Dominic said he's gonna two legends, so he's gonna let there you one, go. Uh, let you drive one. Yeah. <laughs> what did Scott's? Oh, Dominic has a question. My apologies. I was reading Scott's and I was like, "What? Where is Scott's?" That, that or, uh, eight... Dominic, sorry. Oh, that was that was up uh, earlier, but yeah, it's Scott's at uh, eight twenty-three. Let's go to Scott's. All right, who made your ass eat the seat the biggest? <laughs> That's a tongue twister. What? Um. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was definitely during that COVID year. Like I said, I was leading the race on the last lap, coming back through the X to like go to turn three and four. And like we came up in the X and I saw my cousin. I was like, fuck, he's not, he's going. I was like, shit. And I was leading it on the last lap. I was like, well, I'm not stopping. And like, we literally were coming to the X and I veered to the left because I was like, okay, maybe he's going to stop. And he didn't. And I had to hammer the brakes. And all you see is him, like, go right in front of me. Like, it was like – I, I we, you couldn't fit a piece of paper in between us. I don't mm. think it was close. Like, I literally was on the brakes from, like, one side of the X to the other side. And then that was it. Wow. So. Damn. All right. There it is. All right. We got two new ones. Uh, Dominic, would you drive the second legend? My ass fit in it, yeah. All right. <laughs> there you go. Well, who would who would have to switch or put an, a letter on the uh, eighteen? You or him? He he actually runs the nineteen. So well, I thought it was eighteen, 19, right? Oh, I thought it was nineteen, right? No, I'm pretty right. sure he's nineteen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. My that, apologies. Yeah, Never right. mind. Yeah, he's, I'll, I'll, uh, uh, his godfather. As always, gotcha. race legend. So that's okay, cool. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll edit that out of the live podcast here in a minute. Yeah. Well, uh, my cousin, <laughs> another cousin, currently racing in the legends, and he's eighteen. So who's that? Uh, JJ Sanders. So oh, that's right. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, the purple and black car. That's why I'm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Got it. All right, uh, Jake. All right, Mr. Jared Wall again, and you told us this, but uh, when will the new car be done? Well. The guys that built it, like, fucked it up bad. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I tell them that every day. Um, I, and I, unfortunately, you know, I work during the week, and sometimes the only days I get to work on it is like a Friday night and Saturday. So, you know, it's come together. Uh, like I said, we got the, the motor and everything in it, put the driveline in it, hopefully this week. See oh. everything measures out, you know, and uh, go from there. Other than that, I mean, just – rewiring everything and you know getting the body hung on it get some get some push bars counted up right so mm -hmm. badass <laughs> looking forward to it uh all right i believe the last one and mr jordan can take it from uh mr bremkamp all right let me rephrase that other than winning what's your favorite slash most memorable moment since you started other than winning i don't <laughs> Trophies. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's what you're... Um, I don't know. I mean, that's that's a tough one. 
Yeah, it's like I started racing. I mean, I, I don't know. Running, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I also, I, I guess there's. It's funny. It's like the running thing. Like me, it, like I think it was during a practice, right? And um, it was like a hot lap session, like a pre-season hot lap session. It was me, Dom, Amanda, my dad, and my granddad, I think. And it was funny. Like I came, like we were in practice. There was nothing crazy. And I came up through and crossed our finish line. And like I was looking down the straightaway towards the tower. There was an American flag. And then there was an eagle flying over. Hell yeah. Yeah, I was like. If there was anything more American than this. Uh, no, there is. If they got a shot of you with the mullet flying with the flag, with the eagle. Oh. I mean, that would have been a damn postcard for America if you would have got Saluting it. Saluting to it as he's driving by. Perfect picture. I got Photoshop skills. I'll do that for you. There you go. His new uh, hero cards got that. Love it. Have the background music being, I'm proud to be Absolutely. American. <laughs> just like a, a faded, like American flag and eagle flying. Yes. <laughs> That's, your, that's his next hero card. If you made a T-shirt of that, I would. I it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be working that's on that. That's happening. That is happening. <laughs> All right, we'll end uh, with the other Brem camp here. Last one of the night. What's the most unique figure eight car you remember through the years? Through the years. I mean, my granddad. So, like I said, so this car is the car I'm currently in is really old. And before we put like this Monte Carlo body on it, it had like the old square body Camaro, like the IROC, like square body. Yeah. Yep. And I don't know if I have a picture, but um, I don't know if I do or not, but I think it was like the first year we put that body on there. Yeah, I don't think I have it. But um, it was, we had a guy painted up. And so it was, I think it had like a blue like, uh, you know, base color. Then it was, it had like yellow and orange and green flames on it. And then from like the quarter panels back was American flag. And it was, it was absolutely beautiful. Like it was, it was so pretty. And then like my sister said, my dad had what we called the clown car, you know, it was orange, yellow and white and green. Yeah. <laughs> clown car. <clears throat> and then, you no, know, I, I, you know, you always love like the, the Rose, like David Ro or Dave Rowe and Tommy Rose cars, man. Mm -hmm. Those things. Oh are yeah. Slick. The fluorescent. Yeah. Love it. And then, and then, yeah, the most recently Jared and Harry's cars. I mean, those things oh, are yeah. beautiful. The old school. Cool. What is What year is that? A 57 on uh Jared's? He'd have to answer. It's a 57. Yeah, I don't or, know. I don't in the backyard he's not doing crap with it <laughs> yeah because <laughs> he's trying to get that gam going yeah 57 hey, there we go hey maybe he, he'll throw you in the gam there you go hey jared jared make it happen at least do some hot laps yes they see some hot laps you'll yeah, really be able to see the flow of the hair there oh yeah, yeah. right there that yeah. Really the flow. <laughs> that's extra that's extra pounded down for us right there yeah, no I shit. I just saw hair. Don't <laughs> 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 no. put his ass in the train. That's what he said. Oh, there <laughs> All right. Well, we appreciate uh, you viewers for uh, chiming in there. Great questions as always. Um, 
yeah, this is, uh, I guess, any any other questions from you, Jake Jordan? You know, this man's busy. He's got to go polish that trophy behind him, so we don't want to keep him too long. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, other than just thank you for joining with us. Uh, it was fun to talk to you for the last, uh, you know, about roughly an hour and uh, just kind of hear your story. You know, love seeing and talking to you at the racetrack and, you know, looking forward to the rest of the year. But All of your uh, family, yeah. All the family, yeah. They're there every – you guys are there every weekend with us. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, but before we let you go, you know, let's – give you the chance to say your thank yous and uh, everything to sponsors, family, whatever you want to. And, and we'll send you out. I mean, um, yeah, I have, you know, currently only have one sponsor uh, who actually is take five. So I hey. actually won on sponsor night for my sponsor. Man. Nice. Yeah. So can't yeah. beat that. No, no, yeah. So I'm just waiting for that uh, that email to come through with that extra check. So <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Um, now our sponsorship money increased. Exactly. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> um, and then other than that, man, I just my family, man, my you know wasn't for my grandma and granddad and my dad and mom and my uncle John and Aunt Debbie and my sister, um, my you know brother-in-law Dom, like everybody that's there, my whole family, and of course my wife. You know, I was there every weekend cheering me on. So, and she, you know, I was new to her, like racing, you know, she never been a part of racing. So mm -hmm. she's jumped in all in. And so, you know, if it wasn't for family, you know, wouldn't be here. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. Well, brother, like, uh, like Jake said, we appreciate you coming on and uh, taking a couple hours on your Tuesday and um, good luck to you the rest of the season. Obviously we'll be rooting for you and hopefully you can get a, another win, however it comes rain or shine. And, uh, Give, give that 15 car run for his money, huh? Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, D3 on the Scrubbing Tires podcast. Thanks, Dennis. We appreciate you, buddy. Take care. Yeah, thanks, sir. brother. All right. Now it's Mr. Uh, Jake's turn to tell us about the great people at Citywide Banks. Actually, I'll, I'll, I'll let you go, and I'll wait till uh, George's turn in this. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, uh, just got to thank them for uh, coming on board with us and allowing us to use their name during the podcast, especially. But uh, yeah, uh, banking's crazy out there. The just financial world in general is crazy out there. If you uh, want to just chat about banking, what you're doing, what you're not doing, what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing, uh, give me a call. I, I love talking to people, educating people on stuff because you know, when you don't know something, you don't know something. So I love, right. I love helping people out any way they can. And, you know, it, it, financials, it's always something tough to talk about or even just think about yourself, you know, so having a helpful hand uh, with a guy like me or the team that we have at Citywide Banks is, uh, is always great to have. So uh, if you're thinking about changing or, or want somebody that's going to have your back, definitely give us a call and let them know Scrum Tires Podcast and the Smith Family Racing sent you. So with that, let's show us in the garage. All right. You spent countless hours in the garage with your dad. Now investing in that old car and working on it with your son reminds you of him and his legacy lives on. Fund your passion with a low interest home equity line of credit from Citywide Banks. Remind me when we play the uh, AAA to look in the toilet. I'm not going to forget oh. it. I'm not going to forget it. All right. Uh, well, again, thank you, D3, for coming on. That was a uh, great uh, interview and getting to know him. Um, 
obviously a, a, a large family and a lot of you viewers uh, that are still tuned in, um, obviously know that family and great people. So thank you, D3. Awesome people. Uh, now we're going to get into the local scene. Uh, we're going to switch it up this week and do the dirt in uh, CEO segment first before I pass to uh, Jake and George for the CNS weekend recap. We had two tracks uh, run that didn't get, uh, well, as much of Mother Nature. Uh, so thankfully, El Paso County and uh, Honor Speedway were able to get their scheduled races in. So uh, we'll start with El Paso. Uh, they ran on Saturday. Again, their their sister track, Phillips County, was supposed to run Friday. I'm not sure if uh, you guys follow that track, uh, but you saw the pictures they posted and the whole town of Holyoke just looked like it was underwater. So obviously with a dirt track, that's that's uh, not going to happen. So with that, uh, like I said, Saturday, May 27th, it was fan appreciation night as well. Uh, I saw Blaine Luan uh, post actually at, like George's been screaming for, I think, a, a few years now with the episode, uh, getting the fans on the track next to the drivers with the cars. Look like they did that. So hats off to, uh, you know, Joe and everybody at El Paso. That's badass when you let the fans come on the track and, you know, all that. So anyway, they had the uh, lightning sprints, uh, all the IMCA classes, basically dwarfs, compacts and mini mods. All right. I'm going to buckle down. So uh, we'll just go through uh, the heat winners and then the top three in the features. And we'll start with the uh, sport mods. So heat number one, the 37M of Derek Murphy from the Springs was your winner. Uh, heat number two was the 22S of Dave Stock from Pueblo West. And uh, yeah, they only ran two heat races. So in your feature, uh, third place went to your heat two winner, the 22S of Dave Stock. And the aforementioned uh, Blaine Luan Jr. from Pueblo West uh, took second in the feature. And then the 37M of Derek Mur Murphy, who is your heat one winner, uh, took home the uh, trophy in the uh, feature for the sport mod. So congratulations. And into these IMCA stock cars, uh, heat number one, the 41 of Brian Lessig from Peyton was your winner. Um, and yeah, they only had uh, one heat as well, or I guess one heat less than the uh, sport mods. So into your feature, uh, third place went to the 16C of Cameron O'Lear from Calhan. Uh, second place went to the 05 of Randy Ecker from Peyton. And uh, the winner of the IMCA stock cars uh, feature was the 41 of Brian Lessig from Peyton. So you see a little pattern. If you want a heat race, you have a damn good chance to win the feature too. And a lot of uh, Peyton and Calhan winners. So something, something must be uh, in the water down there. Bunch of winners. Yeah. Uh, in the hobby stocks division, uh, they had uh, one heat as well. And that went to the 54 of Jacob Worthington from Falcon. Uh, so congratulations. And then the hobby stocks uh, feature third place went to the 54 of Jacob Worthington and the 27 of Cody Welsh from Honesdale, Pennsylvania. Uh, finished in the second uh, spot. And the winner of the Hobby Stocks uh, feature was the 12 of Shad Cooper from Denver, Colorado. So congratula congratulations, Shad. Now we'll go into the Sport Compacts. Uh, the heat number one uh, went to the number 11 of Kyle Monson from Lamar, Colorado. And in your feature, third place was the 16 of Leanne O'Lear from Boone, Colorado. Second place went to the 15 of Sean Frank from the Springs. And your winner in the sport compacts was the 95 of Daniel Cooper from Callahan, Colorado again. So the whole town just uh, collecting trophies in uh, the dwarf cars. And I know they ran, um, let's see, at honor as well, I believe uh, in their heat number one, or I guess they only had one heat. Uh, the winner was the 42 C of Kane Weidenbacker from Kiowa, Colorado. 
And in the feature, third place went to the 17C of Keaton Shore from Avondale. And in second place was the 52C of Don Jackson from Peyton. And your winner in the Dwarf Cars feature was the 42C of Kane Weidenbacker. So uh, swept again your heat and your feature. Congratulations, Mr. Weidenbacker. And I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, in your lightning sprints, uh, looks like they had two two heats. Heat number one, one went to the number one of Troy Ullery, uh, or Ullery, I apologize, from Wheat Ridge, Colorado. Heat number two went to the seven of Josh Flood from Thornton, Colorado. What, what are you laughing at? <laughs> no, no. Nothing. Uh, it's, don't worry Seriously. about it. <laughs> okay. In your feature, uh, third place went to your heat one winner, uh, number one of Troy Ullery. Second place went to the seven of Josh Flood. And the winner of the Lightning Sprints feature was the 82 of Jason Woods from the Springs. And now into the Warriors. Uh, their heat uh, only had one heat as well. And it went to the 99X of Chad Nelson from Florence, Colorado. And in your Warriors feature, third place went to the 83 of Clint Adams from Trinidad, Colorado. And then your uh, heat number one winner, the 99X of Chad Nelson, finished second. And the winner in the Warriors uh, feature was the 37 of Jimmy Renfro from good old Cheyenne, Wyoming. So congratulations, Mr. Uh, Renfro, and to all the feature winners and heat race winners uh, from this weekend. Glad you guys uh, and gals were able to get that show on. Um, looked like, like I said, from the pictures, looked like a great, great time. I believe they had bull riding, too, which is incredible. Yeah. A, a badass show to have bull riding and then you know on into some races You're racing so, yeah yeah uh, fireworks in the exactly what, yeah what gets more american than that right uh <laughs> so el paso county's next uh race is actually june 10th so a week from this weekend uh featuring the asc ascs sprint cars and now 600s definitely don't want to miss that one uh stock car sport mods hobby stocks dwarfs compacts and mini mods so it uh, looks like they didn't run uh, mini mods this last weekend, but uh, regardless, maybe they'll get them in June 10th. Uh, on into Phillips County again. Uh, they were scheduled to run the Memorial Day Motor Madness with uh, George's favorite with the High Plains Light Models. Mm. All the IMCA uh, classes that ran at uh, El Paso a day later, but unfortunately got rained out. Their next race is June 30th, 30th the Riverside Rumble and Fan Appreciation Night. Uh, featuring the Vintage Racers, Dwarfs, Mini Mods, and one-on-one -on -one Circle Drags, Modified Stock Cars, Sport Mods, Hobby Stocks, and Compacts, so basically everything but the Dwarf Cars. Uh, uh, I-76, they did not run. Uh, their next race is actually this Saturday, June 3rd, my 30th birthday, uh, featuring all IMCA classes, Dwarfs, 270 Micros, the Now 600s, the Rocky Mountain Lightning Sprints, and Sprint Cars, so a lot of uh, open-wheel uh action if you're if you're so inclined those things get around that place pretty damn quick uh on into honor speedway and of course uh the one weekend that i am not scheduled to race they get it in they had their uh spring bash featuring the sport mods stock cars dwarf cars hobby stocks sport compacts warrior south and the steel city minis um and i will go from the stock car uh main um actually we can go if they're in order and again i'm reading this off of Let's see, Facebook, so apologize. Let's see, stock car, we'll start off there. They, uh, the 12Y of Justin Yutterman was your winner in the stock car heat race. And then in their feature, um, the 17X of Brittany Craig was your uh, feature, or excuse me, uh, main event winner in the sport compacts. And the 33 of Derek Impson finished in second place 
and the 78 of Cruz Manzanares uh, finished in third place there. In your dwarf, yeah, in your dwarf car, uh, which they had a uh, terrible wreck. If you saw that, I'm not sure if they showed any pictures, but I heard about it, and it looks like they had cars flipping over, uh, going over top of each other. So hopefully. Everybody's okay. It does say yeah. that the drivers are okay. So uh, glad that that sorted itself out. Hate to see that though. Uh, their uh, heat race looks like they had three of them. Uh, the 05 of Randy Ecker was your heat number one winner in the dwarfs. Uh, the second heat race, the 09 of Chris Christ or Christ was your winner. And in the heat race, number three was the 52 of Don Jackson. And in your uh, main event for the, um, Dwarf cars after the long red flag. Uh, third place went to the 17 of Keaton Shore and the uh, 09 of Chris Christ uh, finished in second. And the 52 of John Z- Jackson also winning your heat race as well was your uh, main event winner. And I looks like I did skip a heat race for the uh, compacts. I apologize there. This is a lot to read. Uh, Hobby Stocks, um, they had, let's see. One heat race, it looks like. Nope. Lost my place. Apologize. It's a lot. <laughs> Not everybody has updated all their stuff. So it's yeah, like it's, it's a lot. Stuff where you can, you know. Right. So they actually had two heat races. My apologies. Uh, the 83 of Clint Adams took your uh, heat race number one win. And the heat race number two it was the 27 of Cody Welch. And in your uh, main event... I can find it. Stock car was the uh, 12Y of Justin Yutterman in the stock car uh, feature event win. And, or I'm sorry, I was doing the hobby stocks. This is all over the place. I apologize. The 26th of Cody Welsh was your main event winner. Um, what else was left? Man, this is all over. Why don't they use Race Pass? <laughs> <laughs> this, I don't know. I was going to say, yeah. do they even run transponders at all? No, they don't. So that's probably yeah. why. Yeah. Uh, Warriors. Uh, I'm just, man, this is all over the place. Warriors uh, heat race. The 33 of JD Renfro was your winner in the Warriors South heat race. I don't know what the difference between the North and the South is, um, but that he was your winner there. Um, let's see. And your main event winner was the 37 of Jimmy Renfro. So swept the night there. Uh Tell you what, this is all over the place, and I don't want to waste your time, so we're just going to do main event winners. The 43 of Wade Petty was your winner in the uh, Steel City Minis, uh, painted Petty Blue as well, so pretty cool to see that car out there and that youngster get another win. Second place was the 37 of JT Baxter, and the third place was the 12WW of Lily Baxter. Uh, I did the Sport Compacts. I don't think I'm missing any. Sport Mod, uh, the 37 of Derek Murphy was your winner. Second place, pulling double duty uh, two nights in a row, was the 18 of Blaine Luan Jr. And third place was the 318 of Dave Bunker. And I believe I nailed them all. Sorry, that was a lot. It's all uh, on their Facebook page, so I'm just uh, scrolling as I go. Yeah, I believe. Oh, they did have – looks like they only had a sprint, sprint mod heat race, not a main event. And the 47 of Jim Jarnot was your winner there. Uh, I'm not sure why they didn't run a main event, but regardless, uh, I believe I nailed everybody. Um, so apologies if I 
didn't get a class there. I think I did. But uh, their next race is also this weekend, June 3rd, praying the weather stays away. The Bullring Rumble featuring uh, four IMCA classes, Southern Colorado Carts, uh, Steel City Minis, the Colorado Dwarf Cars, and the Warrior South. So um, with that, two dirt tracks running this weekend. Um, if you're in the area, definitely come check it out. Do a sun dance, if you would, please. So uh, all the classes can get in. Um, obviously, been sitting here two weeks now, rained out two of those. Uh, so anxious to uh, get going. But regardless, uh, hopefully the rains, I guess, stays away from the whole state of Colorado, right? Not just dirt. But yeah, exactly. if, you're, uh, if you're in the area, definitely come check it out. Uh, if the rain holds off, I will uh, be out there in the old uh, outlaw cart. So with that, uh, we're going to hear from our good friends at the agency. Uh, if Paul Himmler is watching, uh, no, the commercial has not been changed. She's been very busy working on said houses, selling and, and buying them for people. Uh, but with that, uh, like Jake said, if you're questioning, if you're curious about what your house is worth, buying, selling, please give them a call. They do great work and uh, they will not let you down. And she'll, my wife, uh, speaking on her behalf, will be there you know, with you every step of the way. So without further ado, the agency. All right, Scrub and Tires podcast listeners and viewers. If you or someone you know is looking to buy or sell a home or an investment property, find out how much your current home is worth in the ever-changing housing market. Okay, okay, I got it. Let's go to the chase. You want a bigger shop for that new race car you just got, right? Well, let's get you in touch with one of the premier global real estate brokerages and new to the Denver and Colorado market, the agency. As I mentioned, the agency is a premier global real estate brokerage team having business in nine countries and counting, including 80 plus offices. What does that mean for you? You get the expertise of some of the most trusted, seasoned, and highest recruited real estate agents right here in your backyard to serve the Denver and Colorado regions. If you're ready to get started, give the Scrub and Tires podcast official real estate company and real estate agent, Mike Landhall, a call today at 719-480-3477 and experience for yourself the unmatched service you will receive from start to finish. There you go. Blow it up. Blow that number up. Jordan, uh, Jordan must be getting some more uh, vodka orange juice. Oh, he gone. He gone. He checked out. All right. Well, did the dirt scene. Now we're going to head over to uh, the asphalt scene here real quick. Uh, before I say anything else about this weekend, sounds like we need to have a big old party this weekend, not only to celebrate you being on the track for the first time, potentially knock on wood, do, do the sun dance. Yes. But the old dirty 30. Welcome the to the old club. dirty 30. Yeah, a couple more days. Oh, look, he even brought the vodka with him. Oh, hell, he just got the whole handle. You're on mute, bro. You're on mute there, partner. <laughs> I figured I'd show you all how to do it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, uh, mixology 101. We didn't, yep. we didn't hear anything go glug, 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 glug. So I think you need to put some more in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's pretty stiff. And no ice. Ain't water. <laughs> Ain't water. And no ice. But good luck Go to you, ahead. sir. Yeah, thank you. And a yes. 30. So my last my, my uh, scrubbing tires episode being in the twenties. In the twenties. So, wow. They were Welcome fun, the, and I enjoyed them. So on to, to a new the thirties. You're gonna yes. start getting gray here real soon. Well, better than red, I guess. So <laughs> hey now, don't be. I, hey, I'm the same. It, I get in the sun, <laughs> and it's a little copper tone. Oh, that's funny. All right, so uh, man. Mother Nature, you got to love it, but you got to hate it too. 
so I'll go ahead and start off with Saturday's events. Uh, we had, uh, like Dennis said, the Take 5 oil change honoring those who served uh, night. We had the Pro Trucks, Late Models, Gams, Figure Eights, and some fireworks. Uh, man, what a day. Uh, just from start to finish, you're like, okay, it's looking great. And, and I was joking around because CNS had posted this thing on Facebook. They're like, what a great day for racing. And it was nice and sunny. And then it was like oh, two yeah. hours later, just here it came. Yeah. There's there's the mother nature we're talking about. So yeah. we uh, you know started Saturday off uh, unloading cars, getting everybody ready. We're about, I don't know, 15 minutes from first practice and psh, here comes the rain. So I had a pretty good substantial uh, time uh, just sitting there doing not a whole lot. Uh, finally, once they were like, all right, let's get the track dry, which is actually the first go around of rain. Uh, it dried out pretty quick because the sun came out. It was real nice. Got out there, did some practice, and it was like, bam, go, 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 go. And then they got some heat races in, or the qualifying in. Then got some, mm, I think, three heat races in. No, two, two. or three. Two. They were, think, yeah, they were two. about to start the uh, pro truck dash, and it started yes. raining, and they pulled yep. them off the track, and then that's when they just canceled all of that. So uh, had a good what, hour and a half, I want to say, of hmm. uh, rain and waiting for the tractor drive. That's Something when like that. the family and all kinds of cars and people went out on the track to help dry it. So uh, we had a point where you know we could get restarted, and Jim called, you know, anybody and anybody who wanted to discuss what they should do next. And it just came down to, let's just start the main events. Cause I think at that time it was like seven 30 something around there. And it was like, mm -hmm. they, there's just no reason to get it. I think there was four heat races. We still had to do, I think the pro truck dash, which they were going to combine with the fast dashers and then yep. the figure eights gams and late models still had their fast dashes to go. So it was like, just for sake of time, let's just, start the mains so we started the mains uh gams went up first uh which was a damn good race for for the gams we went green to checker uh i think the only incident on the track was me and chris cox and it was it wasn't even that bad of an incident <laughs> man <laughs> dude my i was right behind you too and you went into the and it was just one of them racing deals right like it you went in you saw an opening you went down below him and and just you know he came down and but he did a total dirt tracking deal. And I talked to him on Sunday morning when I saw him in line, like we were getting tickets. I was like, I don't know how the hell you saved that. And that was the first thing he said. He was like, I drove too many dirt cars for so long. I was like, well, I'm sure glad. I'm sure damn glad that you did because I was literally right there. And like, first thing going through my mind when I saw his car go like this, I was like, Oh God, please. No, no, no. We just put it back together. Please. No, no, no. <laughs> I know it was it was like a moment he he cleared me on the top because he started on my outside and uh he cleared me on the top and even mike who spot me uh got my ear tops open take it now take it now take it now follow chris well i hesitated after he said that and it was just like well shit, i'm not gonna make it by the time we get to the turn and slow up enough where i didn't totally run through him so i was like all right bottom's still open so i went back to the bottom and then that's where we both kind of it because his spotter came up to us and apologized and i was like no that's not your guys' fault that's totally my my fault uh you know he was taken inside because he was clear so that was the only real incident that we had uh it was damn good race and um you know we had 20 cars I had some new cars out i had some cars returning uh 
Um, you know, we still have a lot more mods out there that once we all get back together and, and get them all out there, we're going to have a damn good sized field of modifieds out there. So mm -hmm. the fact that we have 20 and still have other cars missing, that's pretty damn good. So, uh, Hey, real, real quick though, toast to Eric Voss on his dash win. Yes. I, I, oh, I don't yeah. know if that's, I don't know if that's his first one or not. I, I, as far as I remember, that's oh, his that's first true. one. So, so toast to him on his dash win. That was, mm -hmm. uh, it was really fun to see. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, he, he got out there and took a substantial lead. So that's, yeah. uh, did that come out of the, uh, Charlie Wilson stable. Is that correct? Correct. Yes. Yep. yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, he did a damn good job on that dash. So, um, yeah, the main, then the main, they didn't post on Facebook, all of the, uh, recap yet, but, uh, we'll just go top five. Uh, so Holly Clark making her return back to CNS, uh, running the 602 crate, uh, finished fifth. Scotty Scott, the number six, uh, finishing fourth. Kyle Clegg, also in a crate, uh, finishing third, uh, which if you didn't see it, he did. I don't know if he posted it or got tagged in it, but he has a YouTube uh, video of not only a camera facing him, but also oh, facing wow. out the car. That was pretty cool. Uh, mm -hmm. Seeing him kind of weaving in and out of cars and making his way up to try and catch Ed and, and Preston, they're they're definitely tough <laughs> this year. Um, but Ed Vecchiarelli in the 18 finished second, and your second time in a row, 48P, Mr. Preston Pelletier took your future win. So uh, he also took quick time, so technically another sweep for the 48 car. Mm -hmm. uh, but damn good race. It was it was good to see. It was fun out there. So uh, great job to all the GAM drivers out there. So then the next main event. I do believe was the late models. Uh, and that one was a little different story than the, uh, the GAM class. Uh, I want to say, let me go over here to the uh, race monitor here. Late model feature. There we go. They had 22 cars start the race, which that's pretty damn good that's too. Cool. I know there's still some cars out there that, uh, that need to make it out and they'll have a damn good uh, count as well. I mean, 22 in itself is a damn good count. Um, but I think they had, yeah, like Melody said, like seven or eight cautions, two red flags. Don't really know what was going on out there. Uh, but man, that, that race took 40, 45 minutes in and of itself. They had, you know, like we've said before, cautions breed cautions. They have a caution, go about two or three laps, boom, another caution. Uh, I think they had couple cars spin out like right at the flag stand and I think it was Blackard was coming out of four and I don't know if he just could stop couldn't see but kind of got into the side of somebody and caused some yeah. cause a you know it's unfortunate and you know just probably made a mistake and uh caused the I think that was one of the red flags because they had to clean up some substantial uh mess there but um once they finally got everybody settled down and and you know start racing again uh you know it was kind of a good ending to the race you know we had a, a good battle with uh, dan alma and the 15 of michael Hanna for probably a good six seven eight laps they, uh, michael Hanna got in the lead dan was trying every which way to catch him couldn't and then finally got him and then they were side by side for a while and then just dan just kept inching and inching and inching and, and finally got out there and, and got the win so uh, top five here, 98 of Lee Kemet, 21 of Mike Gallegos was fourth. 
Uh, third was 31 of Rick Smith. Second was the 15 of Michael Hanna. And the number eight, like I said, was your eventual uh, winner. So, again, dude's back, tough. Dude's tough. He, he cut the flow and it made him faster for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. So, I, 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 no like, I like the flow. I liked it, uh, you know, D3's flow, but maybe there's something aerodynamic wise that just the. the Air going over their shoulders a little bit easier or something. I think I that know. man could be bold and he'd still go out there and win. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's, he could probably have longer locks. Oh, you yeah. Know, Willie like, Nelson uh, here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he'd probably still win. But, uh, but yeah, d- Dan, like I said, uh, another class, another night, uh, two wins in a row. So hopefully you can keep that, uh, that rolling. Maybe uh, try and get some other winners out there. You never know. All right, and then your last class of the evening was the well, not the last class, excuse me, uh, last class on race monitor, excuse me, uh, was the Pro Trex, uh, and they had, let's see, seventeen go out there. I'm not sure what happened to Troy Woodar. I kind of was running around our pit area for the first probably fifteen laps or so, uh, and then finally made it out there uh, to watch the rest of the race, um, but. From what I could see, it was a damn good race for the last 10 or 15 laps that we got to see. Um, trying to remember if there was anything substantial in the truck race that I remember. I don't think so. But uh, Cody Vanderwall and Adam Dynas, they were battling it out pretty damn yeah. good for the last yeah. eight or so laps, 10 laps, I want to say. They were side by side. Especially at that last restart, uh, what was like three or four to go or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say they, uh, right at the last uh, restart there, they were side by side. Tyler Davis, Brian Yackey, Curtis Hellenbrand, Travis Rowe, they were all right there. So if somebody made a mistake, you had three or four other guys that were right there ready to take the, take the win, but uh, clean race uh, to end it there. And uh, Cody, Cody Vanderwall, I mean, by point, what was what that? 0.039 was the difference. Mm. I think I think coming out of th- four, he just barely had enough where it was like the bumper again. Another it was it was one of those things where one guy had an advantage in one corner and the other guy had an advantage in the other corner. And Dynas had an advantage in one and two, mm-hmm. and Vanderwall got him coming out of three and four. Mm-hmm. And that's that's ultimately what 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 got it because Dynas would send it into that corner up on the top lane and he'd come out of at the end of the car. Like he'd be a a car length ahead of him and then coming through three and four. I just don't know. He just didn't have it in three and four and then Vanderwall get underneath him and then just, you know what I mean? And then pulled away. And then they were side by side coming off that corner, man. That was it. We, we, we've had what multiple finishes like that this Uh, year. I want to say almost one a night. Uh, yeah, you're right. Year, almost. At least one a night it we're side like... by side racing for the for the win. It's been it's, it's been fucking it's been, exciting. It's yeah, it's been badass. Yeah, it's been, it's been, awesome. been fun, fun to watch. Yeah. So then, uh, your top five go like this: the number nine Curtis Heldenbrand uh, finished fifth, twenty-two Brian Yaki fourth, thirty-three Tyler Davis third, uh, number seven Adam Dynas uh, second, and like we said, forty-three of Cody Vanderwall took your feature win of the Pro Trucks. Lightning which McQueen. Then, yeah, then leads us to the figure eights, all D3, hauling it out. Uh, but started the race, uh, it was kind of funny. We were talking to Ian Clark before the race, and he's like, I got 50 bucks on Jer- or Jeremy tonight. I'm like, 
What's he, what are you talking about? He's like, I bet him 50 bucks that he uh, couldn't lap the field before uh, the end of the race. Well, he ended up starting on the outside pole. Oh, so no. it was kind of like, well, I think you're going to lose this bet. Oh, yeah. 50 bucks. Well, I also think on the flip side of that, it maybe jinxed Jeremy just, just a tad mm. because he did get, I mean, God, I think by lap one, he had almost a full corner lead. Dude, he Dennis. was sending it I into mean, those corners oh my, as hard oh as man. he could. I, I, he wanted that some, 50 bucks. Sometimes <laughs> you just wonder how he can hang on to these things because, I mean, it doesn't look like he even uses any brake. It's just like he goes in there, it's leaning on the right side, it's fishtailing basically around the whole corner and <laughs> and just sends it down through the X, you know. But um, he got out to a pretty substantial lead, and then I want to say, I don't know what, eight laps in, no, like six laps in, eight laps in, something like that. Uh, like we yeah. talked about a little earlier, yeah. asking uh, D3 his perspective on it. Uh, Sam Faust uh, was coming up to the X as uh, Jeremy was coming and just slight mistake in judging it and just, bam, hit him right in that left rear and sent him spinning. And uh, was still able to race, which I was very glad at, but it did pop a left rear tire, had to go in and change it and had to start. That rear end was bent too yeah, it's it's bent yeah but at least he was able to uh you know still finish the night at least but oh jared it was up to a hundred bucks <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's just say uh ian's gonna be eating a lot of cheeseburgers now That's yeah what exactly buy a lot of <laughs> but uh i mean shoot he freaking got back out there after putting a left rear tire on it and i mean you could tell as soon as that green flag dropped again i mean th i think he was up to like fifth by the that lap well shit the first corner he passed three cars like, yeah, i was watching him. Cars. yeah yeah he passed like three or four cars in the first corner yeah but uh <laughs> yeah. from there it was it was just him trying to play catch up and uh d3 and isaac martinez were were having a pretty good battle out for the mm -hmm. lead and it was kind of cool because all their family uh both families were just like right there right in front of us and i mean they were both just cheering on and, and trying to both egg their driver on to get the win and just mother nature man it it finally came back and i think with like eight to go yep. they uh they had a caution and here it came so they just decided it just to, let loose man yep, like, decided it was... to call the race right there and and d3 got got his first win on the season so mr rain man you mr. know rain sometimes man. you got to take them how how you can get them and, and if it's a rain shortened one then you know we'll take right. it so uh, I can't remember your top five, but I know your top three was Jeremy Wall. And, uh, the 15 was third. Uh, the 71 of Isaac Martinez was second. And then, like I said, your D3, Mr. Dennis the Panic, the third, took your. He's got a cool looking name. car. Isaac Martinez does. Yeah, he does. Oh, yeah. That, that yeah. paint scheme this year is pretty badass. Whoever, yeah, whoever goodness, did yeah. that, man. Whew, yeah, that's a nice. badass looking it's car. It's looking good. It's looking good. So, <laughs> so that was your recap. Oh, <laughs> Then, with the fireworks, I don't have to talk about all about the fireworks, they decided to, before the GAMs went out, um, as they're still kind of trying to let the track dry, they decided to shoot out the fireworks, and it wasn't even dark yet. It was still kind of that, like, in-between. It was just about to be dark, but still light enough. It was enough. dusk. It was it dusk. dusk. And I'm sitting there, and, and Scotty Bremkamp, he's, you know, talking to me, and all of a sudden, firework goes off, and then, bam, 
like a big chunk of a firework <laughs> right on top of my car right next to him. It was pretty funny. It happened to me too, dude. Like a part of the mortar shell freaking yeah. dropped right out on the it hood. It was like you just it's like just what the hell? Getting pelted with you know mortar shells and stuff. But then you could but, smell it too, like all the sulfur sure. and shit. I'm like, yeah, gagging. It's going, oh, it was bad. it's going off right above you, and you're like, man, I hope this is a good show because I can't see nothing. All I see is flashes in the air, you know. So. But, you know, at least they were still able to get off. I know why they decided to do that, because, you know, obviously, as the figure eights uh, were still racing, it started raining. So you can't really fire off fireworks in the middle of rain. Plus, you don't want to delay things even more. So, but it was a great night of racing Saturday night. Uh, you know, there were some wreck race cars, but everybody was safe. Everybody went home in one piece, and it was a good night overall. So uh, I'll shut up now and pass it over to this guy for the Sunday races. Sunday was eventful, boys. Let's put it that way. So you had, um, this for well, for one, the premiere show for the night was the Super Late Model 100. You had the Pure Stocks, Legends, Bandos, and you had the trains as well. Um, same kind of thing. You worried a little bit about the weather. Mother Nature wasn't so kind to us this weekend, but it was a lot better on Sunday than it was on Saturday. Uh, there was only one delay as far as on Sunday goes, but they did get in all of the dashes and, and the main events and stuff on Sunday. So we'll do a little bit of a quick rundown here. Um, starting with the bandos, obviously CNS hasn't put out their full, um, uh, you know, recap for the weekend yet, but I do remember specifically um, at least in the bandit or yeah, in the bandit class uh, since Nora's running that got a firsthand perspective of that one uh, in the dash race. Um, and even before then, I um, I gotta I gotta kind of touch on something a little bit about that because there was a big conversation about that specific class uh, that went on Saturday um, because you know there was there's a huge gap between um, you know a lot of the kids that are a little bit more experienced and the and a bunch of the new new kids that have come out this season. There's uh, you know there's quite a few new kids that have come out. But I, I'd really want to give a hats off to all those young drivers. They did a really good job this race on using their heads and and really focusing on what they need to do to stay out of trouble this this uh, go around. I would say, you know, like I said last weekend, um, there was not only just my daughter, but there was a couple other kids that got into some accidents and some things that had happened and whatnot. But they did really really good job, and I was really proud of the group as a whole. Um, they did an amazing job. So with that being said. Um, that little girl, Aspen Lang, man, that girl knows how to wheel it. I will tell you that she took both races, swept it. How to let off lift. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, She just whips it around that place. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, got to give it to her. I know that she took the dash win and she took the, the feature win as well in the bandit class. Um, when it came to the outlaws, uh, forgive me. I don't know who took the, um, who took the dash win. I think it was Wyatt Dent. So if anybody remembers, please um, chime in here. I think it was Wyatt Dent took the, the dash win. But then uh, there was a newcomer that uh, took home the the feature win, and it was the 88 car. Uh, I'm going to go back through here real quick because um, they posted oh, it on yeah. Facebook. Uh, it was Cohen Hentz what ended up being your band or your bandolero outlaw feature winner. Uh, he was from out of town for my do believe. So you got some traveling bandoleros that are coming in from uh, different parts of the States and whatnot that are close by coming out to Colorado national speedway this weekend. So that's great to see. Um, then you get into, uh, we'll go into the legends race. So 
for your dash, uh, pretty wasn't a w w bad race at all, really. Um, it, a lot of uh, a lot of passing going on uh, uh, this weekend. A lot of good racing going on throughout the legend, both legend races, uh, really. So we had. Um, let's just go right here. So we had coming in uh, fifth for your dash win for for your dash for the legends. It was uh, Mike Markison. Uh, fourth was the 01 of Gary Land. 56 of Nick Gunther and 27 of Brian Harlow was in second. First coming in first and taking your dash win was Dylan Foster. Um, Bill Mustache man. Right for your fast dash, man. That was a that was a damn good race too. Uh, so it showed, which was really funny because I have to point this out. Um, Jake wasn't able to make it out to the races. And then he ended up texting us was like, man, was that a three wide finish? Because the differential showed that it was like a, like a 0.05, three wide five yeah. or something like that for the win. It was like, no, there wasn't, there wasn't a three wide win. Well, he was looking at like the wrong thing on race well, monitor. So <laughs> race monitor presets for some reason, like uh, there's a button where you can put it in like time yeah, or finish, like the actual yeah. race order. Well, I didn't see that it was on the time. And yeah, it said like Kyle Clegg, Ryan Jones, uh, Colton Crocker. Yeah. It was like, 0.05, right. 0.05, 0.05, 0.05, and I was like, my God, was it a, yeah, it was like, damn, what a finish. <laughs> right. So for your uh, for your fast dash, um, coming in fifth was the 78C of Colton Crocker. Fourth was the 21 of Ryan Jones. Third was Kyle Clegg. Uh, second was the 03 of uh, Daryl Stewart. And then the win went to uh, Chris Eggleston. Then in your feature. Collecting trophies. So, well, for yeah, exactly, right? He's he's been on a roll this first part of the season. Between him and Kyle Clegg, I mean, mm -hmm. they've been they've been the two that you really have been wanting to see and really looking out for. So, for your legends feature, your your I guess your slow legends, if you will. Um. So Jarrett Scarberry has been doing a really good job so far this season. The rookie that kind of that took over for um, that race team. He ended up having to start from the rear of the field. Uh, Bo Kellogg's son, Dylan Kellogg, uh, was running up front. And they had a couple cautions. There was a, the, a, a couple of, you know, incidents or whatnot, collected a couple of cards. And um, Jarrett Scar Scarberry worked his way up, all the you know, inching his way, car by car, getting his way up to the front. Dylan Kellogg ended up getting out front and led majority of that race. Then it came down to the very end and they had a late caution, a real late caution. And you could kind of see you could see how Dylan Kellogg's car was handling. And I don't know if it's just cause that young man drives it in too hard, but it had a pretty good push going through the corner, like going into the corner, but through center off, he, I, I my honest opinion, I think he was just overdriving the car at that times. And they had that late caution. He ended up starting on the, I think he, I think he was on the outside was, I think he was on the outside, but poor kid led the whole, pretty much the whole race and, and got to a point too, where he was, you know, one or two car lengths out in front. And then uh, I forget who, who was behind him for, for a good portion that, of that race. But um, anyways, I think it was the 73 and Mike Marcuson or something like that um, would catch him 
And then he'd push a little harder and he'd get out in front a little bit more. And then they had that late caution and Scarberry ended up being on his inside and then snuck by him. And I think it was a green white checkered. If I do believe, if I do remember correctly or not, but not, but it was a green white checkered and Scarberry ended up getting past him. And you could just see, I mean, you could just tell you you feel for that poor kid. Cause he, he worked so hard for that majority of that race and ended up losing it on the last couple laps. But you know, those are the experiences as a young driver that you take and you go, okay, what, what did you learn there? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So hopefully, um, going forward, he's, he's like right there, you know, Dylan, Dylan is right there from getting that win. And so just a couple little, maybe some adjustments in the driver's seat and, and he'll be able to pull one out. But, uh, for your, you know, your slow legends, uh, uh, feature, it went like this, uh, coming in fifth and 95 of Jesslyn Dyke finished fifth. Fourth was a six, two of Aaron Barron barn. I do believe, sorry. I'm totally butchering her names. Three, uh, coming in third was the 73 of Mike Markison. Second, excuse me, was the 33 of Dylan Kellogg. And then taking your feature win for the slow legends was the 57. Of third Jared time Scott in a row. Ray. Yeah. I mean, he's been killing it so far this season. Um, now getting into your fast legends, man, this is one of the few times that I can remember where there was zero incidents. Absolutely zero. Um, so they did have the invert. Uh, uh, Chris Eggleston ended up starting on the second row. Kyle Clegg was up on the first row. And Kyle Clegg got out to the lead early and held it from there. I mean, honestly, him and just watching him and, and Chris Eggleston ended up getting up into the second place. And, and you had Ryan Jones and, and Colton Crocker was right up there too. Scotty Scott was inching his way up in, into the top five as well. But Really, like I was saying, like the, the the two top cars in that class right now are the 22 and the 66. Like they're just so evenly matched. Mm-hmm. And you can see that. And, and that's where the experience comes into play, like hitting your marks and being super consistent. Because if you if you mess up even on one corner in those cars, you're going to go backwards. Right. Oh, yeah. Momentum. So, uh, yeah, it's all about momentum, especially at that track, because it's so big. But. Um, hats off to those two because Chris was pushing hard, real hard during that race. And I think Kyle posted a, a video as well again, and you can see Chris towards the end of the video. I mean, he's getting <laughs> this way in the car trying to, trying to catch him, but, but Kyle did a really good job. I mean, he, he hit his marks and, and led every, every I think it was every lap I went from, um, green to checkered you know took took the race and and like i said hats off to the entire field there was a couple incidents um or instances early on in the race where guys were pushing to go three wide but you use their heads backed off and um really drove a great race it was really exciting to see they had a um a really good show um start to finish it's always fun watching that many cars out on the racetrack as it is yeah. and then when t- for them to to go the full length of the, uh, of the race and not have any issues is even better to see because cars go home in one piece, you know, nobody gets hurt or nothing. So hats off to Mr. Uh, Chris Eggleston and Mr. Kyle Clegg, who was ended up being your feature winner. Climbing so um, yeah, no kidding. That's yeah. his uh, signature move. So we got to see it uh, firsthand there. I'm just glad this he didn't slip with all that rain. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I know uh, well, I was waiting to see him in his uh, nuggets uh, Jersey, but <laughs> didn't happen what the hell what the hell kell they haven't started um, yet so 
That's true. That's bad. That's bad karma. Mm -hmm. That's bad karma. You can't, can't use it until they actually get into the, uh, the round of the finals. So anyways, um, (laughs) yeah, so hats off to them. So let's get into your pure stocks. So we'll go into, yeah, (laughs) we'll go into your, uh, your dashes first. Um, the dashes really weren't all that bad. Um, in, in your slow dash, uh, there was a little bit of beating and banging going on. Um, you had a little guys just, just yeah, well in the, in the slow dash, I mean, yeah, oh. you had some guys beating and banging and they were, uh, pushing hard, you know, um, hats off to, uh, our friend Marky Merkamp on his, uh, first race out of the season. Oh, he uh, was stayed out, stayed out of trouble, mm-hmm. stayed out of trouble, oh, did a really good job. Um, but, um, your top five goes like this. So coming in fifth was a 12 S of, uh, Siobhan, uh, I think it's Siobhan Sully. Uh, fourth was a 24 of Matthew Knowles. Third was 13 of Isaac Slinker. Second was O2 of Chan Rayleigh. And then taking your, uh, your dash win was the 41 G of Mr. Christopher Galvin. Then getting into your, uh, fast dash. Um, yeah, guy, I, guys and gals, uh, pushing really, really hard during the, during the dash. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of incidents actually when it came to the, the fast dash from what I remember, um, you know, usual guys feeding off each other, hitting doors and whatnot, but nothing too major to be like concerned about or anything. But anyways, uh, short and, you know, for a short race, it was really good. It was fun to watch coming in fifth was the M60 of Morris Christner. Fourth was a 15 of Brendan Knowles. Uh, third was the six of Ben Hendricks out of Wyoming. Good, good to see that young man out there. Uh, two of was the 07 of Aubrey Hilton, making her way back into the into the pure stock class this year. And then coming in first was the 8A of Austin Richards. Now getting into your feature. <laughs> there is a lot of lot to break down here when it came to the feature race so there was a total of let's let's just start there there was a total of 27 cars that started the race or sorry no 24 cars ended up starting the race the o the 8a ended up being out front for a good portion of it um you had the 15 car was running up front um i forget what the number of i think it was aubrey hilton oh seven no not it wasn't aubrey hilton she was running up front too um but for a good portion of the race there was really no issues um like there was there was guys making good passes i i was sitting next to ian and we were kind of chit-chatting it was like how many cautions do you think are going to happen to this race i was like i don't i think it's gonna be a good race i don't think there's gonna be any issues and i was wrong so we got to, I forget what lap, what lap it was. It was 60. Yeah, there was a 60 car. Sorry. So the 60 car, they got into a situation where the 60 and the 15 ended up banging doors going into one and two. And then you had going into three and four, the 60 ended up getting in front of the 15, coming off turn four, 15. Uh, let's just put it this way. Zero fucks given. And and just flat out dump the the sixty car. In my opinion, I mean he dumped him. Like I, you can explain it. All the video you want. shows As that's a fan, what happened. I mean he flat out just dumped him. Just sent it in there and dumped him. 
bad part was is they were fighting for second and third right in front of the field and took out about three or four cars after that. And poor Ben Hendricks, mm, boom, hit the wall, rode the wall. I saw his roof. Thankfully, he came out just fine, unscathed. But that car is it's it's junk. junk now. It's, it's junk. junk. It, and I saw that. He, yeah, all those I, pictures I, that I, he posted, pretty much everything's bent. Oh, mm-hmm. it's, it was done. Like and, and watching watching it come off the track and stuff too. I mean, Greg were sitting there looking at each other like, yeah, that needs a stub. I mean, and it was one of those. Yeah, so happy I parked Isaac. Yeah, good job. And, and poor kid. I mean, I I was expecting Isaac to be up there fighting fighting in the top five too, and he ended up having some issues and ended up coming off. But rightfully so. Good job. Um, <laughs> but it was one of those things. Like, I understand guys are and gals are, you know, and especially in this class are, are fighting hard for position and stuff. And it's just kind of like one of those things and sorry to say, Brandon, but you know, pulled a chase Elliott and threw a temper tantrum, Hey, you know, coming off turn four and you, you turn somebody in front of the, in, in front of the field. And then not only do you put yourself in a bad situation, but then you put everybody else in a bad situation, you know, and then you ended up wrecking three or four race cars. And again, like, we're not professionals here. Like in a sense, okay, yeah, we have a NASCAR license, but we're not professionals. Like we're, we're here. Everybody's putting in their own hard earned money to come out there and enjoy racing. And then to have somebody, you know, turn somebody like that in front of the field, that's just uncalled for. And and, and, regardless of where you finish, you're not making enough money to where you can pay for the, for the stuff that gets wrecked. Even if, if you finish it. No. Exactly. I mean, and and then, you know, you put yourself in a bad position and they ended up black flagging him for it, which I I applaud the track for doing at mm-hmm. that point, because they they sent to the they they're like, you, you're going to pull shit like that. You're going to be overly aggressive. You're done. Mm-hmm. And, and and they set that precedence. And I'm really glad that they did that. So then um, you got everything cleaned up and stuff. And then it ended up being a situation where, yeah, the eight car and the um, and the 07 car of Aubrey Hilton. And from my vantage point, coming off turn two, as they're coming down the back straight, the, the pace car dips off into the into the infield. And you see the eight car doing this like he was trying to warm up his tires. And I'm like, what the hell is he doing? And then all of a sudden he slams the 07. And then, Ooh. you know, he's doing it again. And all of a sudden, he, I mean, then he, then he, it, from my vantage point, it would look like what happened to you and Charlie Wilson, uh, your rookie year. Remember when oh. Charlie just right, just turned right, and boom, there goes the tire. Mm-hmm. And that poor young lady, yeah, I mean, she, it, it blew the blew the left front tire right off the car. And I don't know. I mean, I didn't talk to the young man, so I have no idea what what he was doing or or whatever his, what the case may be. But you know, you have plenty of room. And that and that goes and that's more of just inexperience at that point. Like, you know, you're coming into turn three, and I've never liked that as a as a race car driver as it is. You got plenty of time to scrape off, scrub your tires and stuff. I know the super late model guys do that, but they're super late model guys. Like they're mm-hmm. they're the top tier of racing, right? When it comes well, to like, they're not doing it down the. Back. I mean, they do it a little bit, but they're not doing it going into turn three. No, turn that three. needs when to be when, when they're getting ready for a green flag. If if right. at the have... last moment they're on the back straightaway, 
They spread out even more. They do it, and then boom, they go right back. I mean, they're yeah, you, they're you tight. You have five laps but, to do it, like under right. caution. And, but, yeah. and the super late, my guys, like they're tight, right? With going into turn three, they're tight, like they're door to door, inches away from each other. But they're not they're not scrubbing their tires at that point, like you mm -hmm. said. Like they're they're getting ready. Green flag's about to drop. Like at that mm -hmm. point, and then and then boom, ends up Dorner and and took off the left front of the car. Um, had she had a chance to win that race, we don't know. I, she had a really know. good car. She, we don't know. I mean, she could have, she could have not. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she had a, she had a really good car, at least compete for, you know, top three finish at that point. Cause there wasn't very many laps to go in that race. But, you know, again, like it, it it's, it's the things about it is just more or less, again, you're using your head knowing the situation, knowing where you're at, knowing what to do and what not to do. And that's one of the things that you just don't, you just don't do for one, mm -hmm. like, and then it, doing it that tight to somebody, like what, what do you expect's going to happen? So mm -hmm. anyways, lo and behold, um, I do know that the eight car ended up taking the win. Um, but went down to tech afterwards. Cause I, I knew there was going to be some fireworks figuratively <laughs> and literally because we went down to go get a better vantage point, but I wanted to kind of see what was going to happen in the tech shed. Uh, so we went down there and there was some yelling going on. Um, I know that um, Aubrey ended up approaching the, uh, was Austin Richards, I think is the kid that's driving the eight, eight car. Um, she approached him, you know, showed her displeasure as most people do, but there wasn't anything, no fists were thrown or anything like that. I mean, just a yelling match back and forth, which I mean, expected to be happening in that kind of situation. Mm -hmm. um, but I did hear that the eight car, I'm not sure what, what he was deemed illegal for. And I don't know if I'm sure there's, we got a shit ton of fans on here. I'm sure somebody probably heard at this point, but I wasn't, I wasn't sure what he got deemed illegal for, but he got DQ'd and it ended up, there you go, um, yeah, he got it got DQ'd, but the winner of that race and kept his nose clean the entire race. And I specifically watched this young driver was AJ Hill. I watched him throughout the race, and that kid ran a damn good race. And there were points of that race too. And I was talking to Chris Mueller after the race was over. We were we were all down there watching in the tech shed, and he was. There were points there too where he had a couple instances, kind of like you, where going into turn three saw an opening but it ended up backing out went all the way down on, over top of the rumble strips to get out of the way, make sure he didn't get anybody. And he ended up, you know, biding his time and getting into a position to where, where he ended up, um, you know, winning that race. But um, let's see, his spacer was illegal, even though it was marked as CNS. Talk about the okay. 22 there. Okay. 20, 22 was illegal too uh, with carb spacer. Okay. But <laughs> So, so who's I the don't even, that's yeah. what I don't know. That's yeah. I don't even know who ended up winning the race because I know that there was a bunch of different things going on. I'm so sure they'll come out with for, it. Uh, and that's maybe it. that's like, why they haven't posted the uh mm, you're right. The things yet. Recap. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I and like I said, I I I just know what from what I what I saw because I know there was a whole bunch of shit going on, but for the Josh Hopkins. Okay, cool. Thank you. I appreciate okay. that because I had no idea because I heard a whole bunch of different plethora of stories yeah. going on between this race of what happened. But it was one of those like it was one of those races. You're just like, 
holy shit, there's going to be a lot to dispel over the course of this show. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And not just like throughout the night, but in one class alone, there Mm -hmm. was like enough there to have a storyline for the whole freaking year, it seemed like, Mm -hmm. in one race. So um, anyways, and and lo and behold, this is the first race of the season for this division too, right? Mm -hmm. So it's going to be it's going to be a hell of a season <laughs> for them going forward, to be honest yeah. with you. But um, anywho. We got some Ross Chastains. So, we got some Danny yeah. Hamlins. We got some Chase Elliott's in there. Hey, hey, right. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so there, how like, bad was Aubrey's car? Just a tire or what? I, I think so. I that's think so. that's from it, what I could see. That was the only thing is just – um, he Probably just like didn't I said, have enough laps to try and get a tire on and get back out there, anyways. So. No, there wasn't very many yeah. laps left. I gotcha. think there was only a hand, uh, maybe a little more than a handful or so um, at that point left yeah. in the race. Um, but yeah, there was just a lot to distill. I will give it to Marky Bremkamp again for your first race, dude. You did a pretty good job. Um, it's it's still like I said, it. The thing I like about the the super stocks and the pure stocks alone is because of the car count, mm-hmm. right? Like there's a lot of cars in that division. So it's a very exciting race always to watch in those two divisions. And, and it, it, you know, there's a lot of good drivers. There's a lot of damn good drivers in both those divisions that we've seen, even already this to start this year. Yeah. You know, like in the super stocks, you got Jordan Abeda and Brent cave that are the cream of the crop right now. Um, in this, in this class, there seems to be probably now four or five people that could win on any given night, you know, and, and that's, and that's what you want. That's what you want is an entertainment factor mm-hmm. uh, is you want to have the, 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 you know, that kind of, um, diversity when it comes to uh you know giving a fans a show so anywho we'll move on to the super late model race go ahead go ahead talking about good drivers uh just to give you a little drink break um hats off (laughs) hats off to yeah hats off to aubrey hilton i know she hasn't been in the car yes a year year and a half i want to say i I know a full season for sure and it shows here on again uh, race monitor defaulting to the times during uh, the feature race. She had the fastest lap during the feature by 0.001. So, hey. so yeah, there you go. So, yeah, I mean, you got, you, go. you got people that are, uh, you know, there's not a huge gap. Like, okay. For mm-hmm. instance, two years ago in the gam, I'm just using this as, a gam, as an example, but like in the gam class, you had three or three cars that were really fast. You had about four cars that were decent and then you had four cars that were just, I mean, we were, like us, we were just flat out slow. You know what I mean? Like, but now more and more that we're getting into it in the last couple of years, like things are tightening up more and more across the board. And it's been a lot of fun to watch. So, um, you know, competition's getting better across the board and it's, and it's, it's been great. been great mm-hmm. to see so far. So yeah. anyways, let's, let's get into the uh, super late model race. I was really, really excited to watch this one not only just because it's a super late models and, you know, like I said, they're the top tier of short track racing across the country, but you had a lot of really good race car drivers. Some of the best race car drivers in the country in this race, this, this race alone, this race specifically, um, Preston Peltier, Eddie Vecchirelli making his comeback this season or making his debut for this season. You had Jace Hansen in this one. 
you know, you had Eggleston. the Yakis. Yep, you had Eggleston running in this one. You had, um, you know, the youngsters. You had Cassidy Hines. You had Zach Morris. You had um, Kyle Ray running in this one as well. Um, so it was out there, right? Dempster was out there, your track champion from last season, mm-hmm. in a new car, by the way, mm-hmm. in a new car. So I, I was super excited to watch this one. Um, there was, in the first 30 laps, there was what, three or four cautions. I know um, the 07 car had a couple of issues, spun out once, got into a wreck, um, then kind of wrecked himself. Um <laughs> Coming, I don't, I don't know what happened, but it, he spun out kind of the right front with the whole right front fender was off of it, and he kind of gunned the gas. And the next thing you know, he's doing one of these, and boom, right into the, right into the back wall there. That's what I do um, in I racing in the super lates. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> too much horsepower. Yeah. Um, so, but after that, things got kind of um, spread out a little bit. It, right away, you could tell who really the the top two cars were going to be and it was the it was you know team generator source Vetrelli and press and peltier they had the they had the cars to beat i mean there was no question about that um jace hansen who's you know always does extremely well there um and has had a really good run the last couple years anytime he comes to cns is always fighting for a win and always does really really well um they ran into some issues early ended up pulling off they made some adjustments, ended up going back out there, and he had to start from the rear field and try to make his way back up. And even in a 100-lap race, that's it's still pretty hard to do. You know what I mean? Like you kind of kind of count on cautions at that point to really get yourself in a position to try and fight for a win, especially against some of the competition that, like I, I was listing off. So um, he did end up making his way back through the field. Um, but like I said, you'd had up front, you had – uh, Vecchirelli and Preston fighting it out back and forth, you know, one restart, Preston to get in front. Next restart, uh, Eddie would get out front and lead some laps. And then you had um, – then you had Chris Eggleston right behind him, and then and then they'd get out into like some green – long green flag runs, and then they would just, you know, kind of sail away. Mm-hmm. And then towards the end of the race, um, like I said, I think Jace ended up making it back up to like – I think he was like sixth or something like that. And I know um, our old friend, uh, Mr. Kyle Ray, he had a couple of issues said uh, with the steering and whatnot. So he ended up pulling off super early in the end of that race. And he had, he, from early part of that race, he looked like he had a pretty good car. I know he'd been working on it a lot over this last weekend, trying to get things ready to go, but just didn't have enough. And, Oh, I, I totally screwing myself. Michael Scott, he yeah. ended up starting at the rear of that field and made his way up to the front. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he's that dude. I, I give it to that dude. He's a hell of a race car driver himself. I apologize. Didn't even totally forgot about him. Um, but he ended up, I think he they finished third, I think in that race. But in, anyways, lo and behold, um, they got into the, uh, I think it was the last 15 or 20 lap maybe it was even longer than that maybe the last 30 laps ended up being uh being green and yeah Preston Eddie just didn't have enough for Preston to be honest with you I mean that dude just he's hell of a race car driver what I mean Mm -hmm. what can he say he wins all over the place it's it's he's tough to beat in any car that he gets into so 
Um, I know that for one, just racing against him in the game class, I mean, you get a chance to beat that guy, and I'm like, yeah, 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 huge pat on your own back, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, so your, um, your top five ended up being like this. So, coming in fifth was the 08 of Jace Hansen, fourth was the 22 of Chris Eggleston, uh, third was the 82 of Mr. Michael Scott, and then second was the 18 of Eddie Vecciarelli, and then taking your feature win and sweeping the sweeping the weekend and anything that he drove was the 48 of Preston Peltier. So uh, hats off to those guys. They they really got it going on and they got their they got their shit figured out. Like can't it's it, it's I know that you know a lot of and I, I it's unfortunate sometimes. Like I was watching the stands and seeing some people and. And even on Facebook, it's sometimes at times that give bad mouth and, you know, other drivers and stuff because they win. I mean, lo and behold, that dude gets paid to work on race cars. I mean, that's what he does for a living. You know what I mean? And he, he just has it figured out. He knows his shit. Like, mm -hmm. it's what he does. Mm -hmm. And I can't knock him for that. You can't. Nobody can knock him for that because he's good at what he does. Yeah. And he's, and again, like we've talked about, um, even like last year, you want to get yourself prepared and better on the racetrack. You got to get yourself better prepared and ready shop. in the shop. And that's what they're doing. I mean, those guys, they have their shit figured out. Yeah. They got, they got money and whatnot, whatever. But the thing is, is that they got it figured out. They're, they're doing to work on it. You, do. you got to work on it. The things they, they're, they're doing, they're, they're, showing out and showing up i mean because it's not just locally that they're doing this stuff they're going all across the country and winning races too you know what i mean get some of the top tier people in the country so um again hats off to them that did a great job this weekend overall i'd say um cns put on a really good show it was a lot of fun to watch it was a lot of fun to be there um be a part of uh, it was great to see a lot of people in the stands. Uh, stands were pretty full all weekend long, even given Mother Nature and whatnot. But it was uh, it was a great time. I had a mm -hmm. lot of fun and uh, really hope it hope fans enjoyed it a lot as well. So, yeah, heck yeah, yeah. Well, then Jordan needs a drink. I'm long winded. My bad. Go go get yourself a drink. I'll uh, I'll announce what's coming up for this upcoming weekend, June third. Uh, we got the Pro Trucks, Late Models, Super Stocks, <laughs> AMA, and Circle Drags. Uh, it is the GTI Golf Cars Summer Smash and AMA Supermoto. So uh, those guys at the GTI not only have a couple cars out there, but they are doing a sponsor night. So uh, you know, never know. They might uh, pull out a win in the Super Stocks and the Late Models. So okay. you know, hopefully uh, they get a you know good little sponsor win just like uh, old d3 did this weekend so um but i know there you know there's a lot of good drivers in both classes so i know it's going to be some good racing and in the pro trucks as well um but uh go out support uh local racing support the cns people and support your uh, favorite drivers so good luck to everybody this weekend and um you know come home safe uh, be safe yeah yeah, I, I do want to throw out a, a couple shout outs here before we kind of talk about what our plans are for next week. Uh, Nathan Gasser, John Seeley, they are on their way, if you didn't see it, uh, to Michigan for that 21,000 to win race. Mm. Uh, we were signed up, uh, slated to go. Just some um, things happened that we just uh, were not able to go resource and 
people wise. So uh, plus we want to try and get our cars working uh, faster here and uh, give ourselves the best chance to go out and do well out of town. So uh, we saw a list of drivers going out there this weekend and there are some damn good drivers across the nation uh, in the modified class. If you kind of follow the modified class, you know the top names and I'd say 90% of those top names are going to be there this weekend. So good luck. It'll to be John. on TV. And it will be, be on TV. Yeah. Well, yeah. on online platform or whatever yeah, you want to exactly. call it. Kind of like this where it's like a, a podcast, but they're going to be streaming it live. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So good luck, Nathan and John. Uh, do us proud out here in Colorado. Good luck to you guys. Um, I also uh, I don't think there's anything else this weekend going on. Uh, but a couple yes, of shout outs. Uh, nope, there's next one's June 17th, I do believe. They got a couple okay. of weeks still. Uh, but haven't done this, but in spite or not in spite, in light of uh, Mr. Brandon turning 30 this weekend, uh, I just kind of quickly point. looked up while George was talking, uh, birthdays in June coming up. So, uh, actually, a huge shout out to Holly Clark, she turned 17 today. So, happy birthday, yes. Holly. Uh, and some some other birthdays that at least these are the people I'm friends with. Uh, Eric Meisner, Benjamin Stanley, Jason Holby, Julie Wall, Kyle Control, John Negri the Third, McCrista Hilton, Dominic Moss, Troy Grote, Curtis Helbenbrand, John well, Seeley, and Morgan Himmler all have June birthdays coming up. So it's hey. a good, good month. I know. Happy yeah. early birthday to all of you. If I miss you. somebody, I'm sorry. You have to be a friend with me so I can see your birthday. So <laughs> if I did not announce you, that means we're not friends. So please friend with us. <laughs> go, go Gemini's. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, happy, happy birthday to you all. Whenever yes. that may be, I can't believe it's already June. I know it, it's, it's crazy. So it's going to uh, go by fast. Yep. Mm -hmm. So looking ahead to next week, uh, we'll kind of have our normal show of, uh, Talking green flag, black flag, some recaps of the weekend. Uh, also do our generate great and then do um, whatever we want. Whatever we want, really. Drink beer and, and talk and, and see everybody making amazing comments on the uh, on the comment bar. So, yeah, it should be a good show. And hopefully we'll have some good stories to tell from not only the dirt side, but the asphalt side. and um, NASCAR. NASCAR, yeah. There's plenty of drama to go around this week, last Hopefully weekend. there's no more right hooking or uh, <laughs> anything like that. I, I had to wear the shirt today. No, I, hey, I appreciate it. <laughs> I, uh, I was actually, with all the rain that they had, I was actually, we had a, a little pool party at the in-laws, and I didn't even turn it on, and then I got a notification that, uh, you know, what happened, and I started reading Hamlin's tweets, and then I had to watch it myself, and... Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna comment. I know. What's funny is Melody. Melody said it early in the podcast. She was like, "I was kind of wondering why Jake was watching my live video videos the whole time until Jordan told me." So yeah, I had an in-law party on Sunday, so I was unable to make it to the races. So they're at a point where everybody's just kind of like, you know, hitting that mm -hmm. hitting that wall, and I'm just like, "Oh, okay." I'm just gonna yeah, exactly. But. Um, my father-in-law, he kept turning, which I was very surprised that he kept, hey, Jake, is the race on yet? Is the race on? Still <laughs> rain or late? Damn it. I'm like, yeah. when did you start getting into NASCAR? Oh, yeah. He's like, no, it's just because it's the Coke 600, because of the Indy 500. 
Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah congratulations, sure. Roger Penske. The yeah. sweet. See, at that point, you'd be like, no, but we can, uh, you know, launch the Turn feed from Melody yeah. over to the TV and we can yeah. watch the CNS shit. Or, yeah. you know, all the ladies <laughs> are down by the fire pit drinking champagne and wine and all that stuff. It's only 630. We can trip, head to the trail. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what you should have did. You should have been like, deuces. Bye. And just everybody get in a caravan and head out to the racetrack. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I think, uh, the, uh, is it just the the uh, Cup Series at Worldwide Technology? I don't know who if all three series are running or not. But we'll say uh, with InLight, since we're a racing podcast, uh, Chase Elliott's misfortune. Uh, Corey LaJoy getting to step up in top tier equipment and fill in. So excited to see what he can do. I like him and mm -hmm. um, I think it's a great opportunity for him, unfortunately, but uh, yeah, see what he can do. Yeah. And then exactly. obviously big news last week, Josh Berry been uh, running well and got to replace an old happy Harv in the four car next year. A lot of, a lot of NASCAR stuff coming out. So that's awesome. That. I, I yeah. Like but I, I, I love him in a Chevy, man. Okay. Yeah. But you put yourself in that position. I, I know. He don't That's care. why I said I'm like not mad, but I'm mad. You're taking that opportunity. It's like when Brad Kozlowski left and went to mm -hmm. a Ford. It was like. Well, um, and it's also uh, other news is um, Legacy Motor Club switching to Toyotas next year. Like, man, you know. You know, Richard Petty kind of – he was Dodge Plymouth his whole life. I think he did a one-off race with Ford or whatever during the uh, manufacturer's clash there. But Eric Jones, you know, he started out Joe Gibbs, Toyota. You could kind of see that. But Noah Gregson, always been in a Chevy. Jimmy Johnson, like – Mr. Chevy. Yeah, Mr. Chevy himself. So yeah. it's just like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be weird. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, hey, yeah, money. <laughs> Whoever's Nobody paying talks. the most. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. yes, we will uh, have a lot. They to had talk a shitty about. weekend, though. Oh, yeah. Like all of them. Dear God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking that of shitty, we're not going to forget our, about our friends at AAA. Not their yeah. service, but the uh, what they do. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget. Look right away. Yes, I will. And I uh, I did see a uh, AAA service uh, plumbing heating heating and air pink uh, van coming up the road i think it was this morning so or yesterday one of the two so they're <laughs> everywhere anyways <laughs> we uh will uh give our our friends at triple a plumbing how do you say triple a a a a service plumbing heating a -A. and electric a a got it okay there you go <laughs> all right well i am focused on the toilet in this commercial so i'm going to be glued but uh here's from our friends is your toilet always backing up got a faucet that's leaking all the time call the plumbing pros at triple a service today to get 50 dollars off any plumbing repair scheduling is always easy at triple a today.com so it's more like yellow <laughs> well, it still it doesn't matter. It's like real. Yeah, it's yeah, something's going on in that toilet. But hey, good for them. Oh, oh I mean, it could have been. I, mean, I got everybody on the podcast probably looking at it. Now. Oh yeah, it's, they probably paused it. It's how you. It's how you said that before we went to the commercial. It was like I'm going to be focused on the toilet. All right, you do that. <laughs> I mean, I've said some dumb shit in my life. Anyways, uh, thank oh, you, dying. AA service. Uh, yes. for your partnership here uh, yeah like jake said um we're gonna have a lot to talk about uh what i say we got 
Honor Speedway, hopefully running this week, um, mm-hmm. this weekend, I-76, CNS. So plenty of racing locally, and then uh, we'll see what happens in the uh, National Series. Um, hopefully weather stays away from them. That was god-awful, all the rain delays, and mm-hmm. Xfinity Series didn't get done until like midnight, 1230 or something like that on the East Coast. So yeah. hopefully that's not the case. Uh, but, yeah, and I know um, – Kenny Wallace will be the advocate there, obviously in his home state of Missouri. So mm-hmm. he'll be there. I think they're doing the uh, race race day show again, with John Roberts. But uh, yeah, appreciate uh, D three for coming on. That feels like uh, eight hours ago, but uh, thanks for you know to him for spending a couple hours with us tonight. Thank you all for uh, tuning in each and every single week. Um, hopefully, we're providing you good content and entertainment, and uh, yeah, getting. You know, good aspects from the asphalt side. Um, obviously, I haven't had much to say because we've been uh, sitting at home watching Mother Nature just pour. So, yeah. and it's obviously mm-hmm. now damaged my house, so it can stop uh, anytime. But uh, yes. yeah, soon enough all. it'll be hotter than shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, they they say it's going to keep on keeping on, but we'll see. But yeah, the humidity is just absolutely insane. Like mm-hmm. all this rain. But uh, Stay safe out there, everybody. Have a great rest of your week, um, and good luck to all the drivers out there. Hopefully, I'll be able to post some content and uh, post some results if we do get to go, but not looking great at the moment. But, uh, yeah, appreciate everybody, and I'll pass to uh, to Jake over there on my left. Yeah, uh, not much left to say. Uh, just a great weekend of racing. Uh, super proud of our guys. We, we keep fighting hard, and... Um, trying to trying to make strides each and every time we went out we go out and uh you know one thing that we're super proud of this weekend is that we went home with two race cars that don't need a major amount of work done That's three. Whether, whether it's uh three race cars right, yeah. yeah or bando yeah three race cars yes three. Three. thank you thank you uh whether it's power steering whether it's a body whether it's you know <laughs> The uh, spring buckets on the front end, you know, stuff like that. Like, thank God we don't have a lot of work now. It's now it's kind of like get setups right now. So, uh, but um, yeah, just super excited to see what happens this weekend. And um, again, next week generate great. So uh, you guys see or gals see somebody do something phenomenal out there that you want us to highlight, please message us at about it, and we will highlight it next week. So. Uh, other than that, that's all I got. So, what do you got, Jordan? Oh, man, uh, what a weekend, right? Like it, it's I, I, that's why I love this show. That's why I love doing this show. Like mm-hmm. having stuff to talk about um, on the local level. It's been it's been a lot of fun. Like over the course of the last co- couple years that we've been doing this. Um, Again, I want to I want to thank all you fans and everybody that has watched our show and participated in giving your opinions and stuff like this is why we do this. All right. Like this gives us an opportunity as a group, as a community to be able to voice our opinions, have some fun, have some laughs, get to know some people on a personal level, like talking with Dennis today, like all that kind of stuff. Like I said, like I learned more about these people every time we talk to somebody mm-hmm. and it, and it's and it truly is a lot of fun being able to get to know these people more on a personal level like you can ask them about their careers and stuff like that like oh what did you think of that race last weekend blah 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 but you know it, it's it, it truly is a lot more that we try to do get into a deeper dive about who these people are and what they've 
you know, where they come from and their background and mm-hmm. everything like that. And, and doing these kinds of things is a lot of fun for me because I, I truly enjoy and I love this uh, racing community that we have here in Colorado. Oh, yeah. Like I grew up around it, um, you know, ever since I was, you know, I mean, I think I was one the first time that we were ever at a racetrack and it's been in my blood ever since then. And, and being able to get an opportunity to do this and share this with everybody, it, it's truly been phenomenal hearing a lot of the people too, that I don't even know that will approach me at the racetrack or even nowadays, like going anywhere I go sometimes, like, uh, you know, you're one of those podcast guys, like, <laughs> Hey, this hey, all right, cool. Like it, it you know right. what I mean? Like it's a lot of fun and it's, and it's great. And, um, and I hope you all truly enjoy it. Um, just as much as we like presenting it. So, um, yeah, for me, um, looking forward to next weekend, I will not be at the racetrack. This is one of the few weekends that I, we won't be there actually, but, um, we'll be definitely paying attention to what's going on as we always do um so, so expect us on the uh live feed there melody yeah exactly we we'll definitely be we'll definitely be watching uh through our you know through their cns's uh you know outreach through facebook and whatnot but we'll definitely be paying attention through as as many avenues as we possibly can mm-hmm. so um again thank you all we truly appreciate you like share let everybody know. I just saw us. We had a newcomer, Kurt Brookhart. Thank you for joining yes. the show for yeah. being a first timer. That's, That's awesome. Um, tell all your friends. Yeah. We, we're trying to make it, it, it as fun and as light as possible, but also, um, you know, uh, touching on things that most people don't normally touch on. So, exactly. uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, we appreciate you all again. And until next time, I guess. Yes. Just keep scrubbing them tires. See you guys. Door, quarter, clear, clear. All you, new leader. Checkers are out. Bring it home. Come on. On behalf of Jacob and Jordan Smith, Smith Family Racing, Brandon Hall Racing, and myself, Brandon Hall, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Scrubbing Tires Podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram by searching the Scrubbing Tires Podcast. Until next time, let's keep scrubbing them tires.